What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Keep the car live. that it was designed for. In the same way, you have to be big enough to accept, I may not be a race car. I may not be as fast as my coworker or as smart as my sister as talented as my neighbor, but that's okay, and SUV is just fine. There's a place where I fit perfectly, where my gifts, my talents, my skill, my personality will shine. Every once in a while, you'll see an SUV out on the Indy track thinking, I'm not going to be happy unless I'm the fastest, unless I'm out in front, unless I'm getting all the credit. Well, stay in your race. There is nothing wrong with not being a race car. Nothing wrong with not being the fastest, the most beautiful, the most talented. Don't get distracted competing in a race that you were never supposed to be in. Trying to outperform your cousin, no, they're in a different race. Feeling less than because a friend is being more celebrated. Frustrated because your neighbor is further along. Stay in your race. Be comfortable with who you are. Let me make it more practical. Ladies, you may have a friend that's a size four. She's naturally small, thin. She doesn't have to work out. She doesn't have to watch what she eats. That's just who she is. Maybe you're a size 14. You could work out four times a day, not eat for three years, and not get down to a size four. Now, you better keep your SUV off that Indy track. Quit comparing yourself to her. Quit competing with her. Just run your right. Can I tell you, there's nothing wrong with being a size 14. You've got to accept what God's given you. Dress it up, paint it, put on some new mufflers, and run your right. But a lot of times, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but a lot of times we think, if I had their talent, if I had their look, if I could do what they're doing, then I'd be happy. Then I feel good about myself, Joel. No, they may be doing something that seems more exciting, more appealing. But the truth is, if you traded places, you wouldn't be happy. You wouldn't be fulfilled because their gifts, their talents, their skills, their personality has been uniquely designed for their assignment. You could try to do what they're doing, but the problem is the anointing on your life is for your gifts, for what you're called to do. If you'll learn to accept your gifts, not competing, comparing, wishing I would look different, wishing I had different talents. No, just be the best that you can be with what you have, and there will be a fulfillment, a satisfaction. God will open up doors. He will get you to where you're supposed to be. When you're comfortable with who you are, walking in your anointing, it takes the pressure off. You enjoy life. But when you're always competing with a friend, trying to outperform a colleague, trying to impress all your relatives, that is a frustrating way to live. You're competing with someone that's not even in your race. A few years ago, I was out running. There was a man in front of me about a quarter of a mile, 
and I could tell he was running a little slower than me. So I decided to try to catch him. I had about a mile to go before I needed to turn off and head down my path. I picked up the pace, and I could tell every block I was gaining on him. In a few minutes, I was only about 100 yards behind him. I started really pushing it. You'd have thought I was in that final lap of the Olympic Games. I finally caught up to him, passed by him, felt so good, I beat him. Of course, he didn't know we were racing. But the funny thing is, when I got my mind back on what I was doing, I realized I had missed my turn. I was so focused on trying to catch him, I went about six blocks further than I was supposed to. Had to turn around and come back. That's what happens when we're competing with someone, trying to outperform them, dress better than them, make sure we're more successful. We end up competing in a race that we were never supposed to be in. It takes a lot of energy, physical and emotional, to try to keep up with a coworker, dress better than a neighbor, be more successful than your cousin. So take the pressure off. It's very freeing to say, I'm okay with you being ahead of me getting more recognition, doing something more exciting. I'm not going to feel bad about myself. If you have a bigger house, a better car, more successful, you have what you need for your assignment. I have what I need for my assignment. I don't have to keep up with you. I'm not in the same race. You're not really free until you know you're not competing with anyone else. This is one of the reasons that King Saul lost the throne. He was happy, running his race. Life was good until he heard some women saying, Saul has killed thousands and David has killed tens of thousands. From that moment on, he never looked at David the same way. What was his problem? He couldn't handle somebody getting ahead of him. He was fine as long as he was number one, but he couldn't handle being number two. He got distracted and spent months and months trying to kill David all because he wasn't comfortable with who he was. Now, maybe like Saul, you're a 1,000-level person, but you have a friend that's a 10,000-level person. The real test to see if God can promote you is can you celebrate people that pass you by? Can you be happy for them and stay focused on your race, or does it frustrate you? Say, man, I've got to catch up with them. So our attitude should be, I may not be a 10,000-level person. God may have made me to be a 1,000-level person, but I can promise you this. I'm going to be the best 1,000-level person you've ever seen. I'm not going to stop at 950, 980, 999. I'm going to become all God's created me to be. Friends, your race is made up of one person, you. Don't get distracted competing against a neighbor, a friend, a co-worker. Just run your race. You have exactly what you need for your assignment. Learn to accept your gifts. There's nothing wrong with not being the fastest, the most beautiful, the most talented. Here's a phrase I like. Don't compare yourself. Celebrate yourself. Somebody else may have conquered 10,000. You conquered 1,000. But you know what? 1,000 is still good. Celebrate what you've accomplished. Very few people today can say, I like myself. I'm happy with my gifts. I am satisfied with who God made me to be. Remember, you don't have to have a great gift for God to use it in a great way. 
may seem small, making a lunge, slinging a rock like David. But if you'll use what you have, God will breathe on it and do amazing things. If you'll learn this simple principle, being comfortable with who you are, you'll not only enjoy your life more, but I believe and declare you will rise higher. Your gifts and talents will come out to the full. You will become everything that God's created you to be. In Jesus' name. If you receive it, can you say amen today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I'll make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He's going to take you places that you've never dreamed of. And to thank you for your support of our ministry this month, Joel and Victoria would like to send you a copy of Joel's new series, Five Ways to Live a Man. In this five-minute audio resource from Joel, you'll discover that your best days are ahead of you, and there is no limit to God's favor, God's goodness, and God's blessings in your life. Request your copy of Five Ways to Live a Man today at JoeLucene.com or call 800 Your partnership makes this ministry possible. Your faithful and consistent monthly support makes you a champion of hope. The vision of Joel Osteen Ministries is to use every avenue available to present the hope of Jesus Christ to people everywhere. We know it is this hope and the transforming power of the gospel that makes an eternal difference in people's lives. To partner with Joel Osteen Ministries, visit joelosteen.com slash partner today. There's been so many times where I've been flipping through the channels and I'll think to myself, you know, I should go check out TBN and see who's preaching or saying something encouraging right now. Can't tell you how many times I've gone, found myself watching for 30 minutes someone like Joel Osteen. I can't tell you how many times just when I needed to hear something from God that God spoke to me for the power of TBN. You know, I'll be traveling somewhere around the world, and I'll notice that TBN's even over there, around the world. And you hear these stories about people from all over the earth being impacted by the role of TBN. You know, when I think about TBN, I think this is a, it's a network that's dedicated itself to preaching the good news, not only in America, but around the world. And I am so glad that God has given such great influence to use them in such mighty ways. I'm thankful for everything that CBN has done. If you like baseball, apple pie, and you love your mom, I've got just the show for you. Join me this Saturday, 8 o'clock, 7 Central for Huckabee, and it's right here on CBN. What would it look like to recognize the strengths in each other? You don't know your strengths. And celebrate your dynamic differences. Why don't we start with that? Should we just get in and, and kind of talk about it? Join us as you learn how to thrive in your own personal strength. When you learn your strengths, it gives you new language. Recognize the positive traits in your partner. If you mess around with your phone while you're talking to her, Ooh, I'm telling you. And develop your own strength-based marriage. Don't miss this exciting new series. Mondays right here on CBN.
All this month, TBN is excited to help you fully receive and walk in God's precious gift of healing. In his book, The Essential Guide to Healing, equipping all Christians to pray for the sick, Pastor Bill Johnson reveals how to receive supernatural healing and ministry to others. This powerful resource is our blessing to you and thanks for your gift this month. Call now or visit us securely online. Together, let's experience God's healing promises. You're watching TBN, celebrating 44 years of God's miracles. The following paid program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Joseph Prince Ministries. Today with Joseph Prince. Anyone can believe in the natural, the flesh is easy to believe that God justifies the godly. He justifies the mother Teresa's. Can you believe it's not the gospel? The gospel is God justifies the ungodly. You know why? That means what? There must be a basis for him to do this legally. And the basis is the cross of Jesus Christ. Now, first and foremost, let's establish. I'm going to share with you from typology. Okay? And typology is Nick Kosher by Paul. When I say typology, that means Joseph, for example, the story of Joseph. Do you know it's a picture of Jesus? Loved by his father. His brothers were jealous of him. The Jewish people were jealous of him. The Pharisees. Alright? Delivered to the Gentiles. Jesus was delivered to the Romans. Amen? Then, cut a long story short, he was raised from the dead and all that, and became the bread of life to the Gentile world. For 2,000 years, Jesus Christ has been the bread of life to the Gentile world. Wherever the gospel has gone, civilization explodes. We look at uh, the type of Abraham. Abraham is a type of justification by faith. Romans 4. Alright? What then shall we say that Abraham, a father, has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. What does the Bible say? Scripture says, Abraham believed God. He was counted to him for righteousness. Next verse. Now for him who works, the wages, the salary is not counted as grace, but as debt. God has to pay him based on what God owes him if he works for it. But God will have, God will have no man, all right? God will be beholden to no man. He's a debtor to no man. God wants all men debtors to him. Debtors to grace. Next verse. But to him who does not work, in other words, he rests, but believes on him. Well, Pastor Prince, you always preach rest, 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 and just believe. There you have it. We're on the right crowd. Verse 5. Number of grace. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, anyone can believe in the natural. The flesh is easy to believe that God justifies the godly. He justifies the mother Teresa's. But can you believe that's not the gospel? The gospel is God justifies the ungodly. You know why? The first time since Genesis, we see the fullness of the Godhead dwelling in him bodily. Even as he rose up from the dead with all power in his hand, all exousia, all authority is in his hand. He rose in the fullness of his power. He rose, oh Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. He rose from the dead. I heard him say, Lord, no man takes my life. I lay it down, and if I lay it down, I'll preach it back up again. Then Paul says he was raised the same spirit that 
this is my beloved son. It's whom I will please. Holy Spirit, descend like a dove. Fullness of the Godhead. Everything in heaven spared no expense in his resurrection. Leave it, leave it, leave it. All of you that got it, holler at your boy. That means the fullness of the Godhead that said, let us make man is the same fullness of the Godhead that was committed to raising Jesus from the dead. And Paul says, oh, that I may know him. The him he's talking about is the fullness of God and the power of his resurrection. I'm trying to tell you that that same fullness is ready to pay all expense to get you up out of whatever had you locked up. So, when Jesus went to the cross, he went toward me. He went past me. <laughs> so he went into the grave as me. And he got up as me. <laughs> the connection and the things that's going on. And you have the quickest shut up. You have been laid alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. In other words, Jesus got up as a shadow of you. Glory to God. If he didn't get up, he couldn't get up. When he got up, I got up. When he died, I died with him. That's why death has no more power over me. Because when I accepted as my Savior, I tell him, I already paid the bill. Jesus paid my debt, took my debt, and rose up. And Paul says, and you had to quicken who were dead in the trespasses and sins. It says, he quickened you. All of this was done so that you might know him in the power of his resurrection. All of this was done so that you might identify with him. He got up out of the grave. And Paul says, I got up with him. The question is, are we really resurrected? Or are we still stuck where he was? Are we still where he used to be? Are we still allowing ourselves to be trapped in a grave? Are we trapped in a grave that we have grace over? 
are we living in a tomb that we should be evicted from? We are stuck in a grave that God is calling us out of. Stuck in a mindset, a mentality. Stuck in things because they're familiar. And you, wicked, who were dead in the time in the trespasses of sin, because in times the book says he walked according to the God of this world. In times past, of whom we all had our conversation, in whom we all don't, don't be looking at me funny. I'm not the only one who came out the grave, in whom we all. And our conversations in times past, fulfilling the lust of the flesh, even as others, according to the nature and the cause of this world. We were all stuck in the grave, fulfilling the lust of the flesh. Going, walking, according, yeah, look at that. We also had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh. One, two, fulfilling the desires of the flesh. Three, and of the mind, and were by nature for the children of wrath, even as others. It was natural. It was natural to be nasty. <laughs> It was by nature the children of wrath. You don't have to take little children and take them to a class on lying. You don't even have to teach a three-year-old how to lie. They'll steal a cookie and you say, who got the cookie in it? Crawls all over their mouth. Never took them to a class on lying because we are by nature. We are nasty. Don't stand there with your holy blue eyes looking at me. I feel like you have always been right. The Bible said. The Bible said. The Bible said. It ain't one or two of us. We Among whom also we all had our conversations in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Give me verse 4.
Take me back to that. The God who's rich in mercy, for his great love for which he loved us, come on. Even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ, by grace we are saved, come on. And has raised us up together and made us sit. That's that one. And made us sit together. Not in heaven. I haven't been to heaven yet, but I'm living in heavenly places. I'm thinking in heavenly places. I'm walking in heavenly places. Every now and then, when I go to dishes, I can tell because I start out washing the dishes. But when I start praising God, it only seems like I'm in my kitchen anymore. I'm in heavenly places. In this is my address. trying to get you to see is that we need to be a risen church. If we are if we have a risen Lord, we need to have a risen church. The problem with most of us is that we are still stuck in the grave stage and not the grace stage. It was funny when the Lord gave me this message it's only one little difference. Between grace and grain. You can change one thing. You just you just a minor adjustment. And the grain you've been thinking in the grave you've been worrying in, the grave you've been upset in, if you change one letter, are y'all getting anything here? You're going to step into grace. Grace is the risen church. The, the risen, and, and, and let, me, let me check you out. Have you ever gone through some? That normally you would flip out about. But for some reason, see, the devil mails it to your old address. But you don't live there no more. He's seeking the living amongst the dead. And what used to drive you crazy doesn't drive you crazy anymore because God has given you such a grace. You got a peace that's only to make it in Who are you to? Every now and then, the enemy will send a letter to your old address. 
and he's looking for you to be in the grave that you already came out of. But God is giving you such a grace that you can't even explain why you're not upset. You heard what he said, but it didn't affect you like it used to affect you because you are living in heaven. Final point that I'll close. If you're going from grave to grace, you have to possess the grace. It's not going to happen just because you go around gracing places. I watch people sit in church. I know a lot about you about how you receive the word. You'd be surprised what I can know just by watching you receive the word. Some of you are in gracing places, but you don't really seek them. You don't really open up your spirit. You don't open up your heart. The spirit of God can fall like rain, but you don't stick out your tongue and get your mouth wet. Everything you need is in the room right now. But your pride, your pride, you're just as lost as a sock. But your pride won't let you seek out the Savior. You're surrounded with something that could change the rest of your life. But you are so used to being in the trash can of who you used to be. It's your pride won't let you sit Everybody who attends a service doesn't seek in the service. I'm real good about being dignified. I can be dignified as anybody you know. When it comes time, I can put it all with the best of them. Trust me, I can hold my own. But when it's time to seek your space, ain't nothing I'm worried that good. And there's an unpleasant action. No degree I attain that important. Because whatever I got, God gave it to me. God, if you put it out
don't want you to understand. Grace can cause you to go through something that will burn up other people. And it won't burn up you because you got the grace to go through it. I'm trying to You know, the book says that he shed his blood as a propitiation of our sins. I always wondered what propitiation meant. I looked it up, and it gave me some revelation, but it didn't give me the fullness of the revelation. I didn't fully get it until I started studying aerodynamics, that when they take space shuttles into the heavens, they have a propitiator as they change atmospheres. When they get ready to go from one atmosphere to the other, entering into the next dimension would cause the astronaut to burn up in the castle. But they have a propitiator. The propitiator is designed so that the friction that should burn you up
that will bring you to another level in your church, in your ministry. It was life-changing. I came there looking for something from God, and I found that what I have learned in here, I can take back and incorporate in my church. This is a place where leaders get reloaded, rejuvenated, refocused. You it's so inspirational. Make plans to take your leadership to the next level by registering at pastorsandleaders.org. We can't wait to see what God has in store for you in 2018. I'm watching Bishop T.D. Jake for five years. You know, every time I'm, I'm struggling with something in, in my ministry there at home, it's like spoken to me and helped me to, to pass that. I'm coming from the Caribbean, Trinidad. I'm from Brazil. From Colonia, British Columbia, on the west coast of Canada. From South Africa. From Romania. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The
the word of the Lord declares, most holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is the sinner of his glory. Tell him to Thank <laughs> you. 
Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile. Hi, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. What's up, bro? Rich Swan, how you bees? Trying to make it up in there. Y'all need to lift up these schools. I promise you, y'all need to lift up these schools. We had a, a young man to come to the school and kill a young girl yesterday. Turn around, wow. Turn around and shot himself. Now, he's out of the hospital, and he's alive, and the child did. She was graduating um, May, uh-huh. and in fact, she would have been 18, 30 days from yesterday. Mm. And it's just, it's just too much. Mm. Wow. Wow. He killed her right there in the school. Wow. Mm. Uh, at your school? No, that's my that's my friend John Lyons school. Wow. At his school. Um, he's the principal over there. Wow. 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 These middle schools, the kids bringing guns and stuff to school. It's just too much. Yeah, the youth as a whole. Well, it's just, just the world as a whole. It's, it's, it's. Mm. it's showing it. You know, I was talking to, I asked them, uh, uh, and, you know, I work six days a week now. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday as well up here. And, um, I was talking to a minister, and I was asking him something Saturday, and he said, well, you know everything about the Bible. Um, it's, you can't believe. I'm like, huh? You're a man of God? You're standing there, whatever, da 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 
And so the, I think the question was I asked and I said, it's amazing to me how people um, did really uh, ministers didn't, didn't acknowledge God by his name and, and whatever. And when it's clearly stated in Psalms 83, well, you know everything about the Bible you can't, 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 can't believe or whatever. So I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> but, mm-hmm. hey, these are just a, these are signs of the time where already we've been mm-hmm. seeing them all along, but they sure not uh-huh. manifesting themselves more and more now than they have, you know, mm-hmm. for those of us who read and, and study the word, um, that for those who just go about head knowledge of what they were taught, what us, mm-hmm. as they say, what us pastors say, when the pastors <laughs> wouldn't learn at all or couldn't even, didn't even know how to disciple or dissect the scriptures to, or even pray for understanding of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. So I understood why where they were coming from, but what now that we are readers, we are learned people, so to say, will even come up out of your mouth, out your face, and you're a minister, you're a child, you're supposed to be one who's teaching the, the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and start that press. I mean, it's just, you know, just go ahead and start that prayer. That's, that's sad. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, we want to say thank you. Thank you, first of God, for the brand new mercies that you have given each and every one of us. Thank you for the grace, Lord God. Thank you that we are able to come before into the throne room, Lord God, and to seek your face, your will, and your way, your, 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 and understanding of what you have to say within the word. Father God, we want to thank you that you woke us up this morning, started us on our way. Thank you for the closing us in our right minds, Lord God, and giving us the activity of our limbs. And Lord, give God, and even giving us a portion of our health and strength. We want to thank you, Lord God, for being that. That, that, that rock, Lord God, where we could come to, Lord God, and we could hide ourselves from the hands of the enemy, Lord God, when we seek your presence in your face. Lord God, we just praise you, we love you, we thank you, we give glory to your name, because there's no name higher than your name. Oh God, we just come, Lord God, to ask you, Lord God, to apply wisdom, knowledge, and understanding for our land and our country for your people, Lord God. So your people are perishing, Lord God, because they are not willing to seek your face. They're not willing to learn of your ways. They're not willing to even try to to pray for understanding of your word and your precepts. But Father God, we ask that you would turn our hearts over to you, Lord God. Turn our minds over to you, Lord God, and come and be a dwell among us, Lord God. Father God, there's a disconnect in this land, Lord God. Mm. For children are going around here trying to kill each other. They're trying to kill their parents. They're trying to kill people on senseless and violent acts of crimes that makes no sense to not even the man, Lord God. So, Father God, you know all things, and, and Lord God, you're able to do all things. We ask you, Lord God, to remove all this evil and this hatred and this, this self-lust and 
and self-pride from this land, Lord God. So pride is, a, is one of the seven deadly sins, Lord God. And Father God, we ask you to remove us out of the equation, Lord God, and be glorified upon this land and the country. Father God, we will come, so we are our brother's keeper. Father God, I pray for every schoolhouse that opens up this, in this, this morning, Lord God, that they will be saved, that these people, Lord God, will stop going around here and take the lives of innocent individuals, Lord God. Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you even turn their hearts and their minds over to you and to seek your will and your way. There's a hurting going on, Lord God. And, Lord God, I know that there's a place where you have to separate us from the, from the man, our friends, our kids, our loved ones, so you, you can give it to our hearts and our minds, and so that you could just change our thought patterns, change our mindset, mm. Lord God, and let us become lovers of our, not lovers of ourselves, but lovers of Christ, Lord God, yes, lovers yes, Lord. of your word and your will and your way. Yes, Father Lord. God, we bind up the attack of the enemy and anything yes, that Lord. is trying to hinder, Lord God, us from worshiping and praising your holy name. Father God, I ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you even just cover and protect these children, Lord God, because they are getting these hands on these weapons. Lord God, man is going around saying that it's all right for them to carry guns wherever and whenever they want to. And Lord God, man has even given them permission where they could use them, Lord God, even if, they, if they're not even trying to protect themselves. Father God, so many people are being lost, Lord God. You're calling the role, and I know all of us have to answer. But Father God, I pray for mercy. I pray for grace. I pray for peace, Lord God, upon this land and country. Lord God, I even pray for the leaders, Lord God, who are going by their own deceptive ways. They're going to say yes to any and everything. They're saying yes to guns, guns, protection of guns, Lord God. They're saying yes that they can, same sex can be married, Lord God. These that you detest, Lord God, man is saying yes. But, Lord mm. God, you said that you didn't come to destroy the law, but you came to fulfill it. But, mm. Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you will come right now and get into the hearts of all of those people who's sitting in these high places, Lord God, and making these bad decisions, Lord God. Father God, you're even removing those people, Lord God, from these places who go about their deceptive way to please their flesh, to please their minds, Lord God, to please themselves. But, Father God, we ask, Lord God, that you will bring up a people, Lord God, who seeks your faith, who seeks your will, who seeks uh -huh. your way, who seeks uh -huh. your advice, Lord God, they're your counsel and not their own, Lord God. Let them start praying, Lord God, before they make these decisions, Lord God. Let them start praying when we go around here and try to even uh, make the, uh, decisions about other people or even to form decisions about other people. The Father God, man thinks they're right, and they're not right, Lord God. Mm -hmm. And Father God, we just pray for the protection of all your children, Lord God, the young, the old, the widows, the widows. Winners, Lord God, the homeless, Lord God, who all your people, Lord God, we are called by your name, Lord God. We are the sheep of your pasture, Lord God, and we ask you to feed us with the food that's convenient for us, Lord God, that yeah, you have yeah, yeah. If that's your eternal word, Lord God, yeah, let us get into your word and your will and your way. Lord God, I just pray for all people, Lord God, mankind, Lord God, and I ask you to remove hatred from man's heart, Lord God, and let them become lovers of you, Lord God. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Mm. Amen, brother. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. 
Amen. That's why you needed to pray this morning. intuition time. Ooh, we might get to the end of this chapter today. Let's see. We should be careful not to confuse intuition with emotion. In their zeal, emotional Christians may display many phenomena similar to those of spiritual Christians, but the origin of these phenomena cannot be traced to intuition. Likewise, in discernment, rational Christians may act in many ways like those who are spiritual, Yet, once again, no revelation and intuition is involved. As emotional believers are solical, so are the rationals. The spirit possesses a zeal which surpasses the emotional kind. The spiritual are justified in the spirit, not approved by the affections or reasons of the flesh. Excuse me. Should we... Should we drop from the exalted position of the spirit and to follow the feeling and the reasoning of the flesh, we should lose ground instantly and share retreat, like Abraham of old, into the visible and tangible. Except for help. <clears throat> Excuse me, hold up. Mm. Ooh, boy. Okay. Should we drop from the exalted position of the spirit and to follow the feeling and reasoning of the flesh? We should lose ground instantly and should retreat, like Abraham of old, into the visible and tangible Egypt for help. The spirit and the soul move independently. As long as the spirit has not yet ascended the whole sway over the total man, the soul should never cease to strive against it. Okay. Here we go. We're at it again. 
We should be careful not to confuse intuition with emotion. In their zeal, emotional Christians may display many phenomena similar to those of spiritual Christians, but the origin of these phenomena cannot be traced to intuition. All right. You know, I keep going back to this, but, again, repetition is the motherhood of all learning. So I'm going to go back again to some of the... Erica, you need to give me a better word because I keep coming back up with emotional, but it's not emotional. But some of the things that the spirit exhibits which are similar to that of the soul. Hey, there you go. The spirit indeed is willing, perceiving in the spirit. He's tied deeply in his spirit. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. True worshipers will worship in the spirit. See, all of these things are emanating from the spirit. But they are similar to the soul, saying things that can, can and do emanate from the soul or our emotions. So that's, that's what we as Christians, where discernment really needs to kick in. Yes, there's a discernment in, in, in discerning of spirits, discerning of situations, circumstances, but there also is a discernment in discerning within yourself what's the, where is this coming from because it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference because if it's something that's emanating from the soul, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, you just need to understand that. So then, when so that that help you to understand how you should follow it. If it's something emanating from the spirit, you need to understand that as well because I guarantee you there will be things that. And as, it, as he's going to point out in a few sentences later, there will be things emanating from the soul which we'll, we'll run a tangent on, and then we'll find out, you know what, I messed up, I missed it, or I did all this time and energy, and where did it make, where did I end up at? And likewise, there'll be something emanating from the spirit, which we're like, you know what, I don't, it don't make sense, but you still have that inward calling, that inward, that inward drive to go forth to do what he's calling you to do. So it's very key and very important that you find out what the difference is, where something emanating from. In his word, he says the one thing that will separate the spirit and the soul is the word of God. That's the one thing that I have so far read in all of my learning and reading that will separate the spirit, the spirit from the soul, and it's his word. No rational thinking. No philosophy, no going, this is word. But it's going to be the application of his word, the application of his word as you're going through. Because what happens is as you begin to apply his word as you're going through trials and tribulations, simply put, you're going to find out what works and what doesn't work. That's real simple. A simply put ain't simply done. Because simply put, meaning you're going to apply his word as you're going through, as you're seeking him out, as you're talking, you're counseling him, and he begins to give you explicit instructions and things to do that will stem from his word. So you apply this, you do that, and you keep doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. And then what happens is somewhere along the way, you kind of find that you endured. Somehow along the way, you find that you made it through. 
someone on the way where you were struggling or you quit, but you found out that now you passed and you also are successful. I'm going to go back to my sister again. Perfect example. Running in the bathroom, running in the car, doing this and another, but she's doing what she's standing on the word. She's feeding her spirit. She's talking to God. And then when she comes back to face her situation again, she's composed. She's together. And what happened at the end of that trial? She had victory. That's the application of the word. That does not mean I'm going to say a little verse and then I'm going to go and everything's going to <laughs> You can get that out your mind. You can get that out your mind. That's like you're going to school for one day and expecting to get a, a diploma or, or BS. It don't happen like that, people. Okay, I just keep reading. How about that? We should be careful not to confuse intuition with emotion. In this zeal, emotional Christians may display many phenomena similar to those of spiritual Christians, but the origin of these phenomena cannot be traced to intuition. Likewise, in discernment, Rational Christians may get in many ways like those who are spiritual, yet once again, no revelation and intuition is involved. As the emotional believers are solical, so are the rational. The spirit possesses a zeal which surpasses the emotional kind. Now, there you go right there. The spirit possesses a zeal which passes the emotional kind. This is coming from the Word of God, 1 Timothy 3 and 16. The spiritual are justified in the spirit, not approved by the affections or reasons of the flesh. Now, he's, let's, let's go through that whole thing right there again. The spiritual, the spirit possesses a zeal which surpasses the emotional kind. What would be an example of that? What in your life have you done, have you gone through, which, hmm, I want you to think about that. Because I, I, as I was asking the question to you, I was actually asking it to myself as well. Let's, 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 I don't know if Felicia's on the phone, but somebody can Google up the word zeal. I, I have a, a basic understanding of it, but... What does zeal mean? Because it says the spirit possesses a zeal which surpasses the emotional kind. So if somebody has a definition of zeal, could you Google it and look it up and, and say what that is? Because what I'm reading here is that whatever that zeal is emotionally, the spirit will be greater. Great enthusiasm, it says. Just okay. Great enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Now, how could your spirit have a zeal mm, which could surpass an emotional zeal? I, 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 as I, I ask him a question, but I want you all to ask it because I can kind of think of some things in my own personal walk. Hell, I can give you an example right now, being on the, me being on this phone call. Mm-hmm. You think I'm enthused about doing this? The other day, y'all heard me drag and push and mo- just because I knew it needed to be done. Emotionally, I was done. Tired. Beat the hell up. Mm-hmm. 
But my spirit said, I'm going to give you what you need to do it. And you find yourself capable of pushing on a spider cell. Now, I know I was supposed to be asking y'all for an example, but I kind of started talking. (laughs) Well, my last trial, I feel, was an example of that. Amen. Yeah, the last thing I went through was an example of that. And what you said, also, I needed to hear again because the um, the flesh still wants to make you feel embarrassed and ashamed of what happened. But my spirit lets me know that I still got victory in that situation. You preaching now. You preaching now. I'm going to be quiet because you're going somewhere. Yeah, my yeah. And my emotions wanted to say, screw this, I don't have to take this, I don't have to be here, blah, blah, blah. And my spirit kept saying, you got to get the lesson, God is working, trust the process. Come on. And um and I'm glad I did. And that did. That 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 took a lot of praying, crying, snotting, running yes. to the car, yes. to the bathroom, like you said. Yes, 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 yes. And, and you know what? And I wanna ask you a question. In your emotions, could you say that you were justified in feeling and acting out the way that you wanted to act out? Of course. Okay. okay. Of course. I just because my 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 flesh gave me every justification. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Every yes. justification to yes. cuss that man out, to Come do on. this, to do Come that, on. to gra- get your grip and go. It gave me. Yes. And then I had a few friends, you mm. know, well, that mm. were like, you know, you don't have to take that. You And, and then mm. the thing mm. is, people love you and they, and they mean well. They really do. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. They don't understand yeah, come on. what the Holy Spirit has already on. ministered to you. Come on, come on. That which doesn't make sense to them. Yeah. Come on. And mm. in them telling me that, it was still like, well, you just got to have faith and trust God and he'll supply just, just I would just leave and this, that, and, and it's like, you don't understand. Yeah. I can't leave to walk into this again. I'd rather finish this process once and for all. I don't want to keep repeating Einstein's definition of insanity. This kid is going to go, girl. Yes, yes. We'll see. That's why you, girl, you at the head of the class. I'm sorry. You're going to the, you're going to the head of the class from here on. Out, you're just going there. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Wow. And I'm sure during my course I've given some well-meaning advice. And this is what I was telling my mom yesterday. Sometimes we look at stuff and we don't understand. And in our mind, because we care, it's like, well, I would do this and I would do that and, and blah, blah, blah. But the one thing I've learned to respect, Mr. Sam, whether whether it's true or not, when a person tells me, that the spirit or God sent them on that plight, that shuts me and my opinion down. Come on, girl. Oh, Jesus. It does. And that's what I was telling my mom. You know, Mm. it don't make sense to me. I don't understand. But Mm. once someone says to me, God sent me here or God or the spirit Mm. 
laid on my heart to be in this situation, I have I have to shut up because I'm not one to tamper with God's will. Look, I'm gonna send this book in the mail so that you can do the next lesson. <laughs> well, I mean, but you're speaking some truth. You're speaking some truth. Mm, Jesus, wow, wow. Mm. And you know what? Something else that you said too. You have well-meaning friends who spoke what they what they thought or what they perceived, but they only spoke from the level that they were at. Right. And so we can't go condemning them. We got to begin to allow. See, God start teaching you all this. Again, for you, this Holy Ghost Institute, you start seeing people at the level that they're at. So that just means that's an understanding for you to walk in. Don't be downgrading them, talking about they don't know. No, 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 no. Because, like you said, at one point in time, you were there. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, exactly. Lord. And I think as Christians, sometimes. That is the mistake and turnoff that we have with other people and bringing them to God because we get so far up on our high horse that we turn people off because I had it happen to me many, many years ago with someone you know, I don't want to talk about that. Da 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 da. You should be past that. Well, no, you're 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 at a different level than I am. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you should be able to talk me through this as a Christian woman. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't, mm-hmm. and it turned me off. Mhm. 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 Yes. 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 You know what? No. You know what's funny? Because <laughs> you said something, and I just thought about it. You said, you know, when when somebody tells you something that that you know, well, God brought me to the situation and circumstance, and how that shuts you down. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason I'm laughing is because of this. Because the reality, look, God brought me to this. I'm trying to figure out myself what the hell is going on. How the hell am I gonna tell you what's going on? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly right. Oh, Jesus. Mm, wow. 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 I, girl, I'm, mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all of this came, unfortunately, the hard way and through trial and error. There's just some things, there's just no easy way around. You just have to, you just have to go through the lessons. Amen. And we spend so much time trying to go around, trying to figure another way out, trying to say, don't take all that, and you stay stuck, and you never grow in advance. Exactly. And if you continue to stay in that mode, that's actually death, though you may not understand it at that point in time. Exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Girl. Yeah, I'm, yeah. You know, you look. I'm, I'm letting you know in advance. You're gonna be doing one of these lessons sooner. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it says the spiritual are justified in the spirit. First Timothy three and sixteen. Not approved by the affections or reasons of the flesh. Should we drop from the exalted position of the spirit? 
into following the feeling and reasoning of the flesh, we should lose ground instantly and she'll retreat like Abraham of old into the visible and tangible Egypt for help. And the one word that he says, we should lose ground instantly. Because the moment that you stop following the spirit, you start following the flesh. Mm-hmm. And now, it might not seem that way because things might keep moving, things again. But think of it like this. It took you a while for things to get moving in the spiritual arena. It took you a while to begin to learn, begin to hear, to begin to disseminate what is a spirit and what is a flesh, and then to be and to let your spirit yield and move you, just like momentum of a car. It takes a while to, to build up the momentum of a car. Now, you take your foot off the gas, which is driving that car, it's going to get, begin to instantly slow down. It doesn't mean it's going to come to a stop, but the moment you take your foot off that gas, then the car is flowing in, in, in momentum. And so that's what he's saying, the same thing. The moment you start, you stop yielding to the Spirit, the moment you stop listening, heeding the direction, and doing the things the Spirit tells you to do is the moment that you, the flesh starts, all right, I got it again. It tells you in the Word of God that the Spirit and the flesh strive against each other. There's a constant war, a constant battle. Yep. And I think he uses a different word than strive, if I'm correct. I, I'm, I'm trying to think. But the, but basically there's a battle, an ongoing battle between the spirit and the flesh. Understand that. Good morning. What's up, Nene? Good morning. Ah, good morning. How's everybody feeling today? I'm moving good. around, not complaining. That's good. The one thing that you had just said about the spirit and the flesh battling each other, mm-hmm. um, I just seen a report the other day where they were showing a, a person that was driving and it was raining outside. And the car wound up taking flight ahead, mm-hmm. rammed and crashed into a tree. Miraculously, the driver wasn't hurt, but the officer had asked, the officer on the scene had asked, what happened? And the driver had told the officer what she, you know, what had happened while she was driving, and he asked her, he said, by any chance, did you have the car on cruise? And she said, yeah. He said, a lot of people don't realize this. But when it's raining out like this and you have it on cruise control, you may think that you're okay because you're going at a certain distance. But when it's wet like that and you're traveling, it can known to go ahead and pick up speed and hydroplane. Mm-hmm. Now, when you were just talking about where we're working in the spirit and we feel like we're on cruise control, now, we get it mixed up with the flesh, and we can hydroplane and come into a, a, a catastrophe and try to figure out, well, how did that happen? Hmm. Hmm. Run into a so tree. That's a problem. Right. 
And she mm-hmm. said, and the police officer told her, said, not too many people realize that's what happens when you're on cruise control. from the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Well, for right now, I would say, I'm just saying, and I know you don't correct me, um, I would say pretty much through our intuition. Okay, what now? What is your intuition? Okay. It would be more of like internal. It would be more like an internal thought or either internal direction. Okay, now for the grad level that we're at, an internal thought and an internal direction are two different things for what we're studying. Okay. So your intuition, you're correct, but now let's define exactly what intuition is and where does it come from. Okay. Well, intuition is one of the gifts, so it has to come from your internal spirit. 
Okay, well, it's not a gift. It's part of your makeup. A gift is something that is given to you from the Holy Spirit. So a gift is something above and beyond, but this is how you comprise. Okay. Spirit, soul, and body. Right. Your intuition is your intuition lies where? In the spirit. Okay. It is part of we call it the knower the knower part of your spirit, the, the part of you that knows. How does it know? Okay. I would say we have to learn to listen to your. So you have to learn to listen to your um, spirit. Okay. Okay. So this let me let me say this, and this might help. Okay. Right now we're communicating, right? Mhm. So you're talking, and I'm talking. Uh-huh. So when I talk, what do you do? Listen. And then when you talk, what do I do? Listen. Okay. And but because we're familiar, we know we hear, we've learned how to hear each other. We I, you talk, I listen and I talk, you listen. Mhm. That's called communication, right? Yeah. Now, what happens if you talk and I talk at the same time? There's no communication because nobody's taking the time to listen. Okay, so there's a breakdown in communication. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that happens in our spirit as a whole? Do you think that's something that could and does happen in our spirit? Yeah, a lot of times. Okay, I want you to explain to me what what you perceive that process is. Okay, well, one form is like when people would say that they heard something that was nagging at them to not do something or to go ahead and do something, but they said, no, that don't seem right. I'm going to do what I want to do. And then when things get discombobbled and they see, now they understand better. And that's when they say, I should have followed that first voice. Okay. So now in that scenario, let's say the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you something and you're not listening. Holy Spirit is trying to tell you something you're not re- listening. As a matter of fact, I'm really saying the Holy Spirit and the flesh strive against each other, wrestle against each other. I'm remembering the correct term. So then what does the Holy Spirit eventually do? Okay, well. It, it won't. It, it tries to talk to you, and it lets you go ahead and accept your choice. Why does he do that? Because he's a gentleman, and he doesn't want to let you make you do anything against your will. Okay, so he doesn't want to make you go against your will. So now, if we're both talking at the same time. And so you're talking and I'm talking, and we said there's a breakdown of communication, right? 
Mm-hmm. What do you think the Holy Spirit is going to do in that case? Okay, well, the Holy Spirit is going to let you go ahead and, again, respect your decision. So, so again, he's going to say, okay, I'm going to let you have it. Mm-hmm. And so then... Now, this is the thing. What normally happens in those scenarios? And I I say this is the thing because sometimes we might find out immediately. Sometimes we might find out way on down the road. But Mm -hmm. what what normally happens in those scenarios? For the outcome of the scenario? Mm-hmm. Okay. One, it winds up being a disaster because of us following our own way of thinking. Or either it may go ahead and bring you back to a memory for where you heard something. Mm-hmm. They kept telling you to do something one way, and you refused to listen. And now you wish that you had listened. Okay, so we come come coming to the same conclusion that it, whatever when we did things our way that it normally doesn't work all right. Right. And again, and, and the reason I say sometimes it might be immediate because sometimes it might be, other times it might you know people have gotten married for the wrong reason and stayed right. married for the wrong reason. <laughs> right. Wrong reason. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, but again, God lets us. God let God lets us have what we want. Uh huh. And the thing, what we have to. This is the key. So we're we're finding out that if we truly want something, even though it might be against His will, or it might not be. Again, you got the three aspects of the will: the acceptable, good, and the perfect. It might not be the perfect will, because He allows us to have free choice. That He'll let us have it. Uh huh. And then we have to suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm. So now, what? How are we able to discern when we're missing it? And that's the key question. How are we able to discern that this is not of God? This is of me. No peace. Mm-hmm. No peace in my situation. Oh, you know what? I be thinking. I didn't think about that, but you're right. Yeah. Wait a minute. Why would no peace? Okay, let's get script. Let's go because everything is going. Okay, first and foremost, I'm not going to violate his word. Now, no peace. Why? How would that? How would that go with his word? Why would that be important? Well, like his word, God is not the author of confusion. Yeah. And mm-hmm. though we may not understand the direction he's leading us in, there's still some peace in the leading. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, 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 okay. I'm going to stop it right there because that, that's excellent. So now we're at a crossroad and we're trying to differentiate, Lord. I don't know if this is of you or if this is of me. 
But since you are a God of peace, Lord, right now I'm looking to go to the right. That's what I think and feel. If that is the correct direction, then, Lord, give me peace. But, Lord, if I'm looking to go to the right, but you want me to go to the left, as I move to the right, give me no peace. Mm-hmm. See, that's an application of his word, lining up with the He's the God of peace. So if I'm moving in the wrong direction, I want him to give me no peace, then that will begin to let me know, uh-oh, this ain't the right right area I need to go in. Because we have to learn how to, and, and it's nothing else. Here. We got to learn how to differentiate between when when God's telling us something, and when we're te- when we're doing something. Mm-hmm. And another thing is to be very honest with you. And Renee said it is in our mistakes. Because before, when we didn't listen to that voice, and we did it anyway, now we ended up in disaster. Now next time, well, Lord, let me take a little bit longer to make a decision. Lord, let me listen to that voice. Because I know last time I, I ended up in disaster. So now, let me ask, this is a how how can you do that? It seems simple, but I want you to think about it for a minute. Well, the first thing we do, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. What you have to do is know that we are not our own. And secondly, we have to understand that throughout this process and this walk of life, no matter what it is that we do, are we doing that in which we were instructed to do from the beginning, or are we just spinning our wheel? Mm. The reason why I say that is a lot of times people have said, I told them the right. So the two options is either God, they didn't make it, or And I feel as if it is God who orchestrated it and said it and and told you to do it, you will complete the task. Mm-hmm. Some people don't finish the journey doing what it is that they, they do. And to today, we are proof that we survived a hundred percent of our worst days because we're still here to tell, oh, this is how I made it over, which was one of the days of my life. When what God said and what God wants us to do, what God needs us to do and how we're supposed to get there because some people don't hear from God. Some people are you break breaking up a lot, Mark. I don't know what's going on with you, but you're breaking up a lot. Some people just feel as if they are because they don't hear from God. Face everything 
that they want to do awesome experiences with somebody else. But this is what I heard, so I'm this too. Well, if you didn't, if if God didn't tell you that, why are you trying to do it? Because just because and and wait for that it's going to be so this be moving things because it has to be of God, from God, by God. Saying God is saying it can kill you. And, and that's why when we start fasting, I say it all the time. Make sure we're fasting. And I yeah. Fasting is a purpose. Start hunger. Not doing it because you're making things up. You're saying, well, well, is that truly how God instructed you to do this, or are you just trying something out? Mm-hmm. This walk is truly a walk of doing that in which you're instructed versus you making stuff up in the middle of things to be deep, to be holy. Because at the end of the day, when the adversary does come, he's coming with seven times that was stronger than what left. And you will not be apt to basically deal with the fight because you're not prepared. Mm. So because of the fact that you're not prepared, what are you doing and how how do you want him to respond? Because you're saying you're doing all these things in his name, and mm. when you get to meet him, he'll say, work of iniquity, depart from me because I've never known you. Mm. So we have to basically hear and be doers of his word and doers of what he says. And that is by who our leaders are, what the instructions are from the prophetic realm, what the natural instructions are, what natural law is. But we have people who defy all of these things, so how then can you tell me that that is God if he is not the author of confusion? Wait, wait, wait. You know what, Mark? And you said something. You said about four or five things of confirmation before we take a step. I don't know if you can reiterate them. Can you say those things again? Which part of that? By us, the you law. Said, you, said, you started talking about confirming. You had said about four or five things we need to do before we take a step. It's like hearing from oh, God. Oh, we have to hear from God. We have to basically um, seek out if this is what it is that he's telling us to do in his word. Hear mm-hmm. from the people in the prophetic realm that, and hear from our leaders. Sometimes a leader won't prophesy to you, but they'll tell you, give you instructions that they got from a word of knowledge. Sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes you can be watching a, a, a preaching show and you hear instructions from God and you know it's specifically for you. But you just can't launch out and do these things on your own and have an expectation God's going to bless you if he didn't tell you to do it. Yeah. But we're the main ones, especially the charismatic people, who say, oh, no, 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 shy. And then God said, and then God, you, you lying for God, and God don't lie. At the end of the day, we have to be a people who are going to follow the directives and the direction of God at all costs. 
this particular thing, it is no, well, could be, maybe, I don't know, possibly. It just is what it is. So we have to be prepared to do what God is saying. So, so to answer your question about how, it's simple. We have to be willing and then therefore obedient. And everything else that comes with that, follow the script. But you have to be willing to do it and obedient enough to do it. And then walk it out. Mm. Because you could be willing and then disobedient. Mm-hmm. You could be unwilling and obedient. But in this situation that you're asking about, I always say it, if and then, mm. there is nothing under the sun that does not have an if or then um, result because it's not a consequence. It's not a consequence at all. If you are willing and obedient, then you should eat the good of the land. Mm. If you're not willing and obedient, it's not saying that you won't eat, but you won't eat good. God says, cast your cares upon me because my yoke is easy, my burden is light. If you don't cast your burdens upon him, guess what you have? A hard burden and a hard yoke. It's simple. Simple, yes. But it's hard for someone to do it. But if we basically read the Bible as it's read and understand it from the idea of it's a give and take and a push and pull, some of the things that we deal with and experience, including myself, and I'm not excluded from that, we could be in a better situation if we humbled ourselves and did that in which what God is asking of us. Because the Bible says, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than for a rich man to inherit the kingdom. Mm-hmm. A rich man believes he already has a kingdom because he has resources. Mm-hmm. A camel knows that he has to humble himself to get to the other side. A rich man believes that money is the answer mm-hmm. but cannot see that it is the root of the evil that they cannot find the answer in. But the camel is about seven foot tall, but it knows to get through. It has to bend its knees and bow its head, grovel in the dirt if it has a desire to go from one side to the other. But we would say that we have more insight and we're smarter than camels. But he, we, we have to live in the scripture where it says that he maketh us lie down. And I told my dad this uh, yesterday. It's easier for us to humble ourselves and bow and say thank you than for him to lay us on our back and say, God, help me. But we would rather him lay us on our back and make us lay down and say, God, help us, versus us thanking him 
and the process therein by us obeying and seeing his salvation. All righty then. I'm going to just say this. Um, it's hard. Okay. How can I say this? A lot of times, for whatever reasons, we feel that we need to make a point, we need to be seen, and we need to say something. And if that's more than just a solical issue. It's spiritual, so that means if God is trying to tell us something, but we're too busy talking, we won't hear clearly. The Holy Spirit will leave you alone. So now what happens is because of what you're familiar with, you might be thinking it's God, but it's literally you talking. And so he has to let you, and this is actually tying right into what Mark is saying, he has to actually let you make the mistakes to the point that he that you he will lie you down because now you have to become humble so you can hear him and know that it is his voice and not that which was you that not the voice which you were hearing. Mm-hmm. And so often, what Mark was talking about and what I, and kind of what I was touching on is we have to learn how to respond. We have to learn how to take additional time. We have to learn how to be quiet because it is only in those moments that we can clearly hear from God and know that it is his voice. For the last couple of days, he's had me up two or three in the morning. I'm like, okay, Lord. But as my team knows, as they was getting these text messages, he was, he was speaking to me. He was speaking to me. And so, but if we're so, we're so used to making noise, talking, making our way, then you won't clearly hear. And and that spirit is so familiar with you that you're acting, reacting out of what you know, but it is not of God. So God got to let you hit your head up against the wall. And as Vanessa said, be his word till you begin to see for yourself and accept that this is not of God, this is what's of me, or this was of the enemy. So now when this voice begins to speak again, now you'll hear that check. Because, see, before God would give you that check, but the noise was too much, you couldn't hear it. But now after you had your head cracked open, blood's running down, and you say, oh. So now when the Lord says, hey, don't do that, hey, that's not me, now you'll hear it before you couldn't. So sometimes we're going to have to hit our head on the wall so that God can really get our attention. Lesson learned. But, you know, honestly, sometimes if we obey the instruction from the people that have been there and who are hearing from God, there's no need to bump your head. But you know why we ain't? Because <laughs> we got this. <laughs> now, we thought we had this. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. I, and I promise you, I don't. I, I, I would rather. I've been burned before. 
I don't have to go through that experience again. If you tell me it's hot, guess what? I'm glad you got burned and not me. <laughs> I'm being honest. But, no, you're right. I mean, that's true, and I said that earlier. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just have to go out here and learn the hard way. So when I'm on this house, I'm getting schooled, I'm getting educated, I'm getting prophesied over, I'm hearing things. Uh, Some things uh, I don't want to hear, you know, but, I mean, I'm just being honest. I don't want to hear, but I still take heed. And implement because mm-hmm. in the long run and through the process, it all works out for his good. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the thing of it is that I, I, one thing that I can say to to you specifically, um, since Vanessa, is that you will send a text message and say, "Listen, hey, you know, it, it, it is just that day." And if I and if, and if I go there, I'm sorry. You know, I love you and I respect you and all that stuff. But I need to I need a reprieve. So what now? Some yeah. don't do that. Some basically be like, well, guess what I did? <laughs> I jumped off the bridge, Sam. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, and, and, and I'm going to be honest. Here, here recently, I've been going through some changes and different things like that. So I'm going to be honest. I'm sitting there looking like, and I said to Sam, Erica, and Andre, man, she's like, you got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> I, I mean, are you really telling me this right now? Or are they really saying this right now? I mean, I, Mark wants to say a whole lot. Mm. But it is the spirit that mm. Bible, the Bible says, it's the spirit that compels me. It's a spirit that, 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 that shields me. It's a mm-hmm. spirit that basically allows me to not be my own mm-hmm. and basically respond as he would versus Mark. Because Mark is, Mark is now getting to the place of, I'm not going to destroy your china shop, but I'm going to pick that, I'm going to pick that one thing that is most precious to you, pick it up and drop it and ask you, now what? Yes. I've learned that because I would I I was uh, I was the the, the the demolisher, really I really was I I didn't care, I mean as as as, as profound or prolific as y'all think I was I wasn't that deep. I'd say something and be like what that's what he said so deal with it, <laughs> like I'm dealing with some things right now with the organization that I'm in, um, they they feel as if the direct assault is the best. No, I'm a silent assassin now. I don't I, I don't do it in that particular fashion anymore because why? I've realized that you have more devastation and pieces that are being broken mm-hmm. by you just being reckless and tearing things up versus mm-hmm. just being the assassin to deal with that in which you were instructed to get rid of. And I think that that's where my prophetic insight is now where it was not five years ago. I am now dealing with things in in ministry where I can deal with it one-on-one and head-on and not with a group and still get the same result as it would that if I basically damaged everyone. Mm-hmm. So with that mm-hmm. being said, it's easy for us now to have a laser focus versus just having the light and the illumination of the light that I can see. Just because you can see 
and you have access to the target does not mean that you have laser precision. In the dark now, I can shoot. Mm. All right, Amen, now. Mark. Amen. Amen. I don't need Amen. the light. In the dark now, I can see the target, and I can get it. And, and now watch this. I can get out without anybody else seeing me. <clears throat> no, I bullseye. Or should I call you Hawkeye? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Another comic book nerd. <laughs> right, right, right. right. But, I, but I mean, but I mean, he, he, but he's talking. He's he's talking about. He's 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 mentioning the wrong thing. He should have said Daredevil. Because there you even, go. Sure. even even you. in the even in the aspect a, of not having sight, I can still. <laughs> And that's the issue, because mm. we are, go ahead, go ahead. When you have corrected me, and you know we've had some talks, and you have corrected me, and mm-hmm. in the correction, there's also a lesson and training, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. makes my heart receptive mm-hmm. to receive what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was also love mm-hmm. there. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Exactly. And it yeah. wasn't beating for the head, you know better. Nope. Yeah. Because guess what? We all have been there. Uh, Even when, I, I remember when you I remember when you called us and <laughs> it tickled me and I said, Now Ness, now you know you should have called us first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, I was like, because I was tickled, and Sam was laughing, and Erica, Erica just shook her head as usual. She said, mm. But it was funny to me because it's just like we all have those moments, and we have those now. Truthfully, I can be transparent and say, "Listen, I will call Sam and Erica, and be like, listen, and I have to drop me a couple bombs, and I repent afterwards. But I, I, before I drop um, Hiroshima and Nagasaki." <laughs> I need y'all to understand that I am I am me right now. I will yeah. put on my garb and I'll put on my, my collar and all that stuff in a minute. But mm-hmm. right now, I need I need this mushroom cloud to to to, to show. <laughs> so with that being said, the correction is done in love, and 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 and, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to say it like this: Don't let Erica be in her mode of counsel. Now, dear, I don't want to hear that. I ain't feeling you or your dear right now. But since you're going to go there, go ahead. Because I'm still going to feel like this bomb, this mushroom cloud needs to blow up after you say dear. But I might not want it to be such a cloud after you get done. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. But that's. But but that's why the Bible says this, and and I love this scripture. It's not my most favorite, but it applies to life. There's safety in the multitude of counsel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because you have an expectation for a leader to get it does not mean that they're right. Uh-oh. As a leader, I'm saying that I'm not always right. Right, but because there's multiple leaders that you can go to and they can confer, there has to be an answer and the right direction for you to walk into. Because what there's counsel there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I might have had a crappy day, Mm-mm. so my counsel is already um, scared 
um, because you and I could be having the same experience, I might not be able to help you. But because there's counsel there, we both could get to the right place at the right time in the right direction because it's safety there. Even when we're hurt, mad, upset, feel um, feel like it's unjust, but because of the multitude of counsel and the experiences and, and, and everybody hearing God on their own terms and then coming back for us to basically live in the Bible can, it's good for brethren to reason one to the other. At that point, we should come out with a good plan. And that's one of the reasons I've asked you all lately about who's your accountability partner. Who do you have that you and, – and, and your accountability partner, okay, just as Mark was talking about, you know, us, me, him, and Erica, and, and at this point in time, Gully and Dre, getting right. on back and forth on the phone with or whatever. But what he did mention, and as I say all the time, we also – at least once a week, we'd get together to exercise and to pray together, mm-hmm. to strengthen us, to grow us up. So your accountability partner is not anybody that you just get on the phone to vent with when you have your problems. Your accountability partner needs to be someone that you're getting together with consistently, praying, meditating, and allowing the giftings of God to increase in your life. That's the only way you're going to really, really grow because you got to practice your faith. you got to exercise it. So... You need to have someone, someone who the Lord brings your way that will cut you, that will love you, that will implant a word with you, that will pray with you, that you can, as, as, look, look, all the time me, Mark, and Erica are together, we're not always saying, holy art thou, okay? <laughs> well, I got a holy all right. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Ooh, I got an art thou too. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah. but you gotta have somebody that you can be real with, cause it ain't always holy out now. If my daddy she got it, I'm gonna be, got it, i But you know, and that that will that will be there and to help you and to listen. So again, if you don't have that, then that's somebody you need to need that you need, and the Lord will bring them your way. Again, God wants you to grow up more than you want to grow up. So He'll bring whomever your way in order that you all can. Iron sharp and iron, because you need that. Mm-hmm. But he will put that there if you desire it to be so. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. There was a point in time where I didn't need, I didn't need, and, hear, and I want y'all to hear Mark. I didn't need accountability because I didn't care too much about it. Hmm. So what I'm really saying is that I didn't want to basically do what God was saying. Okay. But now, because of where I'm going and what I'm doing, the accountability has to be there to make sure that I'm still on target. I have a proctor for school. I have my accountability partners for, like, just like last night. I prayed. I got on late. And um, I was charging my phone or whatever. But I got on late. Dr. Dijon prayed for me, and he said, I'm praying that you refocus, that you don't let medical school get out of your purview, that you don't let you being a physician 
slip away from you because of something else that's distracting you. Mm. Did I need that? Yes. Did I expect him to say yes? Why? Because he never changes his script. He's my accountability partner when it comes to me doing medicine. I'm his accountability partner when it comes to him being in ministry. Mm-hmm. Because we live technically vicariously through one another. The same experiences that he has had in medicine, I've had in ministry. Mm-hmm. So we can sharpen one another by him saying, if I know that my brother can do this, the Bible says he's not a respected person. So if Dijon could be a doctor, I can. And Dijon says to God, if Charles could be a preacher, I can. So God, whatever it is that we have to take from one another, allow us not to be in offense when we are corrected and get what we need from each other so we both could be on the same level and on that same plateau together because it's never fun being on a plateau by yourself. Mm-mm. And I said a plateau for the same reason as this. A plateau smooths out. But if you know how to get to the plateau and live, you can reign on the peak. Mm-mm. If you can be good in a valley, yeah, that must say. You're going to be all right on the mountain. Because I am one to tell you, mountain living, yeah, that my shed. This is right here. It's good. This place to me. Mountain living ain't for everybody. That's true. And because mountain living ain't for everybody, you're not going to see a lot of people around when you get to the mountaintop. Because when you get to the mountaintop, it's some challenges there. Mm-hmm. Simple things become challenging at that point. Just breathing because the air is different on the mountaintop. Just living on the mountain. If you see these houses in the mountain, they just can't think about just going to the grocery store, whenever they need to go to the grocery store. They have to plan these things out. They have to have resources like a helicopter or a plane or something to basically get them from one place to the other because, or they have to have something delivered to them on a schedule, but they have to consider the elements of how it is that they can get these things if um, if, the snow, if, they, if they're snowed in. What provisions mm-hmm. have they made to make sure that they have something in a dire need where they could not get a delivery or they could not take off or do they have enough gas? They have to be logistical. They have to basically focus on all of the things that could happen, should happen, and not happening all at one time. So because of that, that's where your skills are sharpened, where you know that it is nothing but God that could, that, that could the that, that can help you. And the Bible says, for it is the love of God that constrains me. When you know that you want to jump across this counter at the people that you just choked, like, like yesterday, 
I, I kid you not, yesterday, I went to Weber Grill when we were in Schomburg. I ordered my food. My food was raw. It was a little Asian man that was there. He just he just assumed that I was lying about the fact that my food was raw and we were missing some sides. Well, I know that I gave it to you, and I know that I put it in there. So I brought him his raw food back, and I brought him the containers where he said he knew that the food was there. I said, well, where's the residue of such? If there was mashed potatoes in there, where is it at? Because clearly it wasn't in the bowl, and you can't see it in this. In this, well, I apologize, and he remade it. And then I wasn't satisfied with that because you basically made it seem as if I was stealing. Mm-hmm. I have integrity. I have character. So I did not just call your boss. I called his boss. And then he called me back at 9 o'clock last night and said, well, I gave you a gift certificate. You can go back to any location. No, you're not going to make me go back to any location. I'm coming back to Schaumburg next week when I get there. I'm going to look at you and that same Asian man that said I stole food, and I'm going to enjoy my meal, and I want you to understand that you'll never do this again. That's the love of God that constrains you because I know Mark would have wanted to go upside that, that little man's head. <laughs> <laughs> and as my grandma would say, tapped a little good while. But <laughs> so Mark, you would have been on the five, six, and ten. You said what? I said you would have been on the five, six, and ten. No, I would have been on a fantastic voyage because I would have been tapping on his head like it was a bomb. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you wouldn't been on the news when you going. No, no, off. no. No, 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 no. I wasn't going to be on the news because they were going to have to catch me. Because I was going <laughs> to tap on his head. <laughs> and I was going to leave and get that little car that they're going to give us in the rental car. And I'm going to go to this hotel. <laughs> but I was good. I thought about tapping on his head because I felt like he was calling me a thief. But it, it, he, he's lucky that I can say that I know and love God. Because that's the only thing that saved him from a good whooping. Mm-hmm. And I'm being mm-hmm. honest because he pissed me off that bad. Because you basically made it seem as if I was stealing something. Mm-hmm. I just paid a hundred dollars worth for some food. What is there that I have to steal? I can see if I ate everything and then I complained about it, but I brought you the food back to show you how raw it was. It was still mooing at me. Mm-hmm. But then you're still going to say, well, I thought. With the proof in front of you, you don't have room to think. You just say, okay. But you're still negating the fact that I, me being the person that's coming to pay your bills, is wrong. And the reason why I called the general manager's boss, who's the district manager, was because he said, well, I know my manager, and I'm inclined to believe him and what he says. Oh, so you're calling me a lie again. Okay, so I'm going to call your boss. And then whatever I tell your boss, you're going to have to come back and do what? Be a leper and apologize and say thank you. I meant it. That's why he had to call me at 9 o'clock and tell me he was sending me a gift certificate and hope he could rectify everything. You cannot wrong people and not expect them not to want to be human. 
I wanted to have a human experience and then tell y'all to come pick me up from Schomburg Jail. Yeah, I got to pay for the bill because I had it. But you're not going to disrespect me. Absolutely. But again, I would I, I was diplomatic. And then he had the nerve to ask me what took me so long to call. I said, okay. Huh? I suggested as sure as Jesus hung on the cross, I'm going to get him. And I'm like, my grandma said, I'm going to get him for old and new. You just dismissed me. So you being you did being dismissive to me, I'm going to talk to your boss. And if you if you didn't respond, your boss didn't respond right. I was going to talk to his boss. And that's how we have to learn to fight. Yes. Not with our our our, our hands, but show people and the adversary that we are intelligent enough to fight. Just like this new book I'm getting, I can't wait to get it. And it's talking about the fact that the bait of Satan. If I know that the devil uses me being offended about things or against me, guess what? Every time there's an issue of me possibly being offended, I'm going to deal with the offense before I can actually let it deal with me. Hey, I apologize. I don't know what, what, what happened. I don't know what was, but... I might have had a moment. Forgive me in my moment because I don't want this to be a harboring feeling anymore. I want the, that relationship back. I want this to happen. I want that to happen because why? Now, devil, you have to find a new trick. Offense is no longer my issue. Now what? The reason why the adversary is trapping us with the same things is because we basically are using the same access codes. We haven't changed our strategy. We're going in running the first mile strong. But when you get to the last lap and you the last 200, you ain't got nothing. I was stronger in the 200 than I was in the 100. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because why? <clears throat> I was taught how to run the 200 and the 400. But one of my boys got me every time on the 100. Not by much, but he got me. But I ate him alive on the 200. Because why? On the curve is where you speed up. On the straightaway is where you stride. No matter where you were staggered, if you run balls out, on the curve, on the straightaway, you can stride when everybody else is trying to exert all of their energy, not breathing correctly, not basically pacing themselves. But you have already had the opportunity to breathe. Why? Because you ran as fast as you could on the curve, but now you're basically taking your pace and your stride on the straightaway. But we have to change the way that we deliver things. We have to change the way that we say things. We have to change the way that we act. We have to change a lot of things. I can honestly say for the last, I want to say two and a half, three months, Sam, Erica, and Andre Dijon, no. And Mark Gully, no. Me and my mama, 
we'll argue like cats and dogs like we're husband and wife. I can literally say, since I have started to do things differently and be responsible and, and, and take care of Mark, and nobody has to take care of Mark, and, 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 and wake up at 4.30 in the morning and call my mom and, and tell her, hey, do X, Y, and Z. Mark and his mom have not argued in a good two and a half months. Because why? I'm not going to respond to my mother being my mother and getting upset or her doing something that I think that should have been done otherwise. Okay, if that's what you choose, mom, that's fine. But I'm not going to argue with you about it. And because I have, the Bible says, when I was a man, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I spoke as a child, and I did as a child. But now that I'm a man, I put away those childish things. If that's what you feel, Mom, that's fine. But here's what I'm going to do, and here's what I'm not going to do. And you take it or leave it. We haven't had those disagreements anymore. And we're not going to have those disagreements anymore because I told her, you're not going to provoke me to wrath, and I'm not going to disrespect you. That's the last thing I want to say, and I walk away. I had to learn to get to that place. But I did have to make sure that I changed my strategy and not let the devil basically destroy a relationship between my mother and I. And then my mother's not here anymore. And then I wish that I had her because now I don't have anybody to lean on, to be confident on because why? Her days were numbered and I was disrespecting her and she was provoking me to wrath. So I just changed my access code. Okay. I'm not there, Mom. Here. Here's my portion, and you do what you got to do, and make sure you take care of everything, and we're good. Now we don't we don't have those same issues anymore. But if I was the same person and stayed the same and acted the same and did the same, we would have those same issues. But I can say from us praying months ago to now, it's a total turnaround. Mm-hmm. because I was willing to walk it out and, 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 and do the work. And that's important that you walk it out, but you got to do the work. You can't expect somebody else to do the work if it's your responsibility. I was willing to do the work, and I was willing to basically admit where I was wrong, but I was also willing to basically say, no, you're wrong as well, Mom. Though you're my mom, you can't do X, Y, and Z either. So now the relationship is totally different night and day. And I'm saying that because if it could happen for me, it definitely could happen for you, no matter what the situation is, no matter who the person is, no matter who is in the actual, in your purview, because I walked out my if and then. If I change, if I'm willing, if I am caring enough, if I am desiring to do something, then therefore I am obedient to do so, then I should have what I want. I should have what I say. I can have what I desire because why? I'm applying the law that God gave me to make sure that those things are happening. 
even then. Well, I'm not going to read anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anybody got anything cool? If not, um, we're going to move ahead. Oh, I got the prayer to do. Doggone, I forgot about that. Amen. Well, tell you what, why don't um, you all do the prayer list while I go get the prayer, you know, the general prayer list. And then I'll go get the other prayers, the people I pray for individually. Vanessa, I'm going to call you up to the table. Yes, sir. Um, I'm going to give you who I want you to pray for. And you just pray for them, okay? Okay. Uh, pray for congregations and churches. Okay. Mm. Father God in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for your love, your new grace and mercies each and every day, Lord. The world is in turmoil and we need we need growth and fellowship in the in, in the church congregation. I see In certain situations in some congregations, I don't see a lot of sincerity. I feel like there's a breakdown, Lord. I feel like the church definitely as a whole needs touching. Um, It just needs the right leaders to lead the sheep, Lord. I just pray for peace among the congregations. I see a lot of Jezebel spirits, Lord. I see a lot of spirits of Python. And this is just what I've just been seeing as I stated, Lord. Oh, God, with um, the churches I've been visiting and what I'm hearing from people that I know. <sighs> Give me the right words, Jesus. The church needs you, Lord. The preachers need you, Lord. The leaders need you. They need to be filled more with thee and relieved of themselves, Lord. The right motives, Lord. The right motives when leading a flock, Lord. The right mo- the right motives. Oh, God. Just continue to show your presence, Lord. There are a lot of people that are weak and weary and just need your guidance, Lord. And I pray that you search these hearts, Lord, of our leaders. I pray that they come to us, Lord, with the word from you, from you, Lord, and not of their will, that the motives are true, Lord, that the motives are holy, Lord. 
Father God, the church needs a revival more than anything. You have people that believe and love and trust, and then you have some that have dealt with some things that have turned them from the church, Lord. I pray that you touch those hearts in particular because they have a love, but they got caught up in man or was led astray, Jesus. Father God, we just need you. We need you worldwide, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 I had, um, I'm going to make this brief. And the reason I'm glad you gave me that, I have a um, friend whose husband has uh, dealt with substance abuse. He's been arrested several times. He's been in a couple of really, really bad wrecks, been hospitalized hospitalized for three to four weeks at a time. And um, she relied on her church. And um, a very, very strong church um, that partners with my church. And she was in a prayer session, and somehow... What was prayed about was mentioned and went throughout the congregation, and she already had a hard time getting her husband into the church, and now he's completely just turned off. Mm. And she's left the church because of that as well. Mm. And I'm just glad you gave me that. It was right on time. And she's since then um, joined another church, but she just talks about, her husband's just lack of faith in the church now. And not that it should have been in the church, but that's what your leaders are for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. What's his name? Oh, my God, I can't think. His, his name is right on the tip of my Her name is Kathleen. Kathleen. Um, okay. Yeah. I can't Ryan. Ryan. His name is Ryan. Okay. Let me let me do it now while I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I I still come across, but I don't always have a list in front of me. But I'm gonna put them on the list right now. And okay. then, um, okay. Okay. His name's on the list. Oh, but you ain't you ain't done. You got some more people to pray for. I'm just letting you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, prisoners and missionaries. Mm. Mm. Father God, I ask that you continue to supply and give the missionaries what they need, Lord, to go out and do your work. I see the work. I visibly see the work that they're doing. They're going in tumultuous situations. They're going in countries that don't even allow your name to be spoken, Father, just to save souls and reach out to people who want to be a part of you, who want to have relationship with you. Father, I pray 
that you put a hedge of protection around these people as they go to foreign countries that they've never even entered before, that you surround them with love and peace and protection at all times and resources, Lord. Father, I pray for the prisoners who have repented, who want to come to you, and I pray for the ones that don't know you, Lord, that they get to know you and know how beautiful you are and know the peace and love that comes with being in your presence, Lord. Father God, I ask that you touch their hearts, Lord, that you send them someone who knows you, Lord, not just your word, but who knows you, Lord, that can speak and speak truth and light into these people, Lord. Father, this I ask in your son Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, Congregation Church of Physics and Missionary Abuse and Addiction. Mm, Lord. The strongholds of addiction, Father, can be strong, but they're not stronger than you, Lord. Father God, I pray for the abuse that have been torn down in spirit, Lord, that don't know of your mercy and your goodness, Lord. I pray that they seek and find a way to get to know you, Father. I pray for protection over these people because they have been beaten down by world and life and actual people that they thought loved them, Lord. I pray for the abusers as well, Lord. I pray for them, that that stronghold that Satan has over them be released, Lord. I pray for the people that are drug addicted or have any type of addiction, Lord, whether it be food, alcohol. It's it's amazing, Father, how Satan can try to use things to, to slowly make them a stronghold, but you are powerful. You can break those strongholds, Lord. I've seen you do it. I've seen you do it in my life, Lord. I've seen you do it in people around me, Father. Lord, I just ask that you continue to touch them and somehow give them a ray of hope, letting them know that you are God. This I ask in your son Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. Mm, Lord Amen. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Um, deceased. Mm. Deceased in hospice, abuse addiction, congregation churches. Oh, deceased in hospice. That's it. Deceased in hospice. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Deceased in hospice. Father, I pray that you touch their bodies. I pray that the pain be relieved, Lord. I pray for the souls that have passed on that didn't know you, Father. I pray for them. I pray for the people in hospice of any type, Lord. Father God, I ask that you just put a peace, a presence of peace around them, a sereneness around them, Lord, so that they know that they are wrapped in your love, 
Jesus, I pray in your name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Congregation hospitals, abuse and addiction. Unsaved. Those who are unsaved. Lord. There are so many unsaved people out here, Lord, who know of you but don't know you. Come to know you, Father. Touch their hearts and continue to use this prayer line, Lord, to reach those people, to reach those souls, Lord, to reach those, to reach them, so that they will come to know you and your beauty and your light and your love. Oh God, your love is so powerful, Lord. Mm. I pray for them to seek you out. I pray for us to be able to touch someone to bring them to you, Lord. That's the work of this prayer line, Lord, and I see it. I see it manifesting. Lord Jesus, just use us all in the way you want to use us, Lord, so that we can bring the unsaved to you, Lord, so that they can become your children and have relationship, Lord. This I pray in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Prayer shifting ministries and their families. Oh, Lord. Mm. Lord, the work you're doing in this ministry is amazing. Father, I pray that no weapon formed against this ministry and their family shall prosper. You said we are the head, not the tail. Father, the work that they're doing, they're doing in behalf of you. Father God, these are strong prayer warriors, God-loving prayer warriors, Lord, non-judgmental prayer warriors, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you for the beauty that you've bestowed upon them, Lord, to be able to go out and do your work, Father. Let them continue to reach people internationally, Lord. Let them continue to grow on an international level, Lord. Let their families and children grow in you, Lord. Let them be continue to be led by your Holy Spirit, Lord, not man and not the world, Lord. We rebuke every demon that comes against this ministry and their families. We rebuke every trick of Satan right here and now. He has no authority. He has no authority. Not over your people, Lord. Father God, I thank you, Jesus, that you are in the mix of what they're doing. I thank you that it's evident that you're in the mix of what they're doing, Lord. I thank you that it's evident that you're in the mix of their children and their families in every way, aspect, shape, form, 
possible, Lord. I pray that they continue to seek you as they have because you said your sheep know your voice, Lord. Father, I thank you and I praise you for this ministry and the growth and the protection and the love and the prosperity. In your son's name, Jesus, amen. Amen. I'm having fun with this message. You all going on in, girl. (laughs) God is good. He's just so good. Amen. Oh, my God. He's so, so good. Let me see what we got. We got Congregation Churches, Friendship to Minister and Families, Unsaved, Sick and Shut, and Deceased in Hospice, Abuse and Addiction. Um, Amen, Jesus. That might be it for that first list. Thank you, Lord. Unsaved, yeah. I might be it for that list. Thank you, Lord. You want to go on or you want, to, want me to do it? God? How you feeling? I feel great. I feel great. But I also got a smoothie working on me. <laughs> too much information, too much information. Okay. 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 I'm going to let you have your break, baby. Go ahead. Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> All right, no problem. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, no, that's funny. Damn, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Oh, man. All right, uh, Renee, you want to do the other list? Okay, give it to me. Uh, I can start off with discernment. <laughs> oh, God. We're coming together today to pray for discernment. Ah, to work on that wall that we have. Let it be made of concrete, let it be made of wood, let it be made of whatever substance. But to work on them in order to break them down, in order to help you, in order for you to help us to break them down and to see more and hear more of you. Lord, it's into strengthening our faith, strengthening our focus, strengthening our ears, and also to strengthen our obedience. It's in learning our lessons as we go through our trials and tribulations to get to know you better. Some may seem easy. Others may be hard. Help us change our focus so that way we don't get it twisted. For us to be more of touching the green with you, at the supping with you, and to strengthen our inner core to make us have an even more stronger outer core all following under your direction, for our purpose, and for your good. In the name of the Son, Jesus, I pray for the Son. Amen. Amen. 
Knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Okay. Lord, we come today to pray for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. The knowledge of knowing when it's you. Also, to know how to apply the wisdom and the words that you give us for correct and understanding to others and also in our walk, and to understand the purpose, your will, how it adds up, and to have the, and have the correct concept of your word that you give us to feed our spirits and also to help feed others. Amen. Uh, grace, mercy, and favor. Okay. Lord, we come today to pray for grace, mercy, and favor. Lord, our three things that you promise us every day we open our eyes and we go forth in your and go forth in your day to give us grace, to give us another chance, the mercy, just knowing that you're there. But then, too, for us to be wise enough to realize that you are there and to always look and lean on you and to enjoy the favor of us making it through and seeing your hand and being focused on you and not for the distractions and the negatives that's around us. And for that, those are pretty much, those are our safeties that you've given us, that you've granted us. but also to help bring us even more to you to learn more and to get more stronger in your will. Amen. Uh, Growth in our gifts and our fruits. Okay. Lord, as you find us worthy to participate in your days, we thank you for giving us the ability to know and to recognize how to walk into our gifts and our fruits. Having patience, endurance, and strength. Things that we ask for, we have to realize the patience, endurance, and strength have to go along with it as well in order for us to get the complete understanding. Without it, we will still be just blind men walking in a in a lighted room. Or we go by the faith of things not seen. And through that, we get a clearer picture than a sighted man would get. For we would be building up substance and realizing the substance 
instead of just the image. Lord, we know we thank you for having us realize that in order to have a stronger image, you have to have a stronger foundation. In order to have a stronger foundation, you have to know how to build up the strength. In order to build up the strength, you have to have patience to learn. And for having patience to learn, the utmost you have to be obedient. And for giving us that, we thank you. In all the mighty of you, amen. Financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Lord, we pray today for financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Lord, for what we may see as being riches, In your eyes, it may be a distraction. In your word, you promise there will be much riches. But in our eyes, we may see it be hopeless. But thank you for the understanding of your word to keep us going forth and uplifting each other taking the time to understand each other, taking the time to let you work through us for us to uplift each other. And as you said in your word, for us being obedient servants, a bunch of lessons and the desires of our hearts will come our way. So thank you for the protocol. Thank you for the power. Thank you for what you know what's about to come our way. It may not come when we want it, but you know when we need it the most. In the meantime, thank you for us having patience and the wisdom to understand what you give us. And that you know how much we can bear, and you know our needs better than we know our own. And name your son Jesus, I pray, Amen. Did we get walking in the realm of the supernatural? Huh? Did we get walking in the realm of the supernatural? Uh-uh. Okay, that one. Okay, Lord. As we come together to learn how to walk in the supernatural, Lord, as you have your hand on us, let us recognize, as you guide and direct us, let us even look even more deeper for your hand. As well, Lord, let us commune and worship with you to build our relationship with you, also our understanding, also to give us the understanding to better touch and agree when you're using us. 
and also for letting us to have strength to endure the things that we go through in order to be a living witness or a living miracle to the others around us. Thank you for letting us be in that realm as we grow, or as we grow, you'll give us more and more to understand, more and more to take on. Also help us with our promotion of where you want us to be. In the name of your son, Jesus, I pray, amen. Uh, Renewing of our mind. Lord, I want to thank you for letting us have a renewing of the mind. For our minds to get renewed to follow for what you want us to do, what you want us to be. Not for what we claim we know what we want to be. Or where where we're, as I said, we're just dumb sheep. And the best thing for a dumb sheep is to get a right, a better understanding of what his purpose is. And out of that, thank you for working with us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for guiding us. And thank you. Amen. Renewing of our youth. Lord, thank you for the renewing of our youth. It's what you say that we are, not for what we think, not what we want to get into a, a, not a situation that we want to pigeonhole ourselves because of what they say. Days together comes up with a mighty voice, but what you say is a mightier voice. So, Lord, stay in our ears for us to partake what we need for nourishment for our body. Also, to help to keep our mind intact and sound, as well as get up and to move, move our faith, move our body. Move this machine for where you need for it to go. And to let us know to keep out distraction as well as doubt and anything that's not of you. Amen. Praying for our youth. Okay. Lord, today we come together to pray for the youth of our children to get a better understanding that there are a work in progress. Or there are so many things down here that want to make us not to raise up our children in the way that people back in the day of what you had told them to raise up the children, to think that everything's easy, everything's not easy, and get them to realize that you still got to be accountable for your actions. You still have responsibility. 
in order for you to have freedom, you have to have a better understanding of self and your purpose. Also, if I used to realize that you can't always follow what's pleasing to your eye because that may not be within your purpose or your calling. But for that, well as they're growing up and they're following their flesh, that they still have to take time to open up their eyes and help and, and, and try to tap into their spiritual. God is there with them. And they have many voices coming at them. We ask for discernment and also patience to stop and to take into account and get them to realize to build a better relationship with you. For in their adolescence, it is much to learn. And prayer warriors are out in their descent of praying for them. But then, but as they grow, for them to work on their relationship and have a better mind of you so you can work through them for the mighty good of themselves as well as for others that surround them to see that you are real. Amen. Okay, I think the only one I can think of is supernatural, superhuman strength. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lord, we come this this morning to pray for supernatural, superhuman strength. Hmm. All I can say to you is praise the Lord. Lord, as you put us in a deep sleep at night and for us to wake up victorious in your name and in your glory every morning or to raise up a two-pound, a two-oil, to raise up a six-pound baby, to raising up a 300-pound man to function and still move around or to be able to work within the gravity pool for for you giving us the supernatural strength of our muscle tone for the ability to still move around. You see, you do your miracles through us. And it being an all in all, but then still giving you the high praise. Lord, you are our power source. And through you is where we receive our miracles and our supernatural levels of being. Thank you, and amen.
Okay, I think that's everything. Okay, so I'm going to just table and say, yep. I'll do the other list. What you want, Daddy, coffee? Daddy, you want coffee? All right. Okay. All right. Okay, Father, let me pray for Morgan Farley. Roshka the Gomboska the Gosisha the Gomboska the Gosindraska the Gosisha the Gomboska the Gondaka. Roshka the Gosisha the Gomboska Gosindiska the Gomboko. Handroski the Gosindraska the Gosindiska the Gombraka. Hosha Sakra. Ebony Pearson, Hushka the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosaraga. Hushka the Gosisha Gondraska the Gosa. Sakara. Charles Griggs, Hushka the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosaraga. Hushka the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosaraga. Hushka the Gosisha the Gosaraga. Sasaga, Sakara. Nick Brandy, Holly Samantha, Hushka the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosaraga. Hushka the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosaraga. Hushka the Gosisha the Gosaraga. Sakara. Larissa Demaris Amaya, Hushka the Gosisha the Gosisha the Gosaraga. Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Pushka to go saga, sakra. Brandon Courtney Collin Brandon. Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Pushka to go sushi to go saga, sakra. Brandon's children. Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Pushka to go saga, sakra. Arthur's children. Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to saga. Saga, sakara. Brandon Shiro, Arthur Shiro, and Joshua Fallis. Humbuski to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Humbuski to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Humbuski to go sushi to go sushi to go saga. Humbuski to go sushi to go saga. Sundaska, sakara. Ebony Pearson. Let me put Daria's name back. I don't know what I'm thinking about it. Daria, no rush to go sushi to go sushi to. Mm mm. I'm put a name on this over here. <laughs> Joshua, Father Children, Ebony Pearson, Brandon's kids, Benny Free. Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to go sushi Pushka to go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to go sushi Charles Griggs, Marissa Marzman, Nick Benha, Cork and everybody else on the list. Push could go sushi to go sushi to saga. Push could go sushi to go sushi to saga. Push could go sushi to go sushi to saga. Saga, Sakara. The Moo family. Push could go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to saga. Push could go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to saga. Push could go sushi to go sushi to saga. Saga, Sakara. Negotiation of the Sushi 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 of the Sush
Kiki, Push it to the station of 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 the station of
Monique, Erica Thomas, Brenda, go see the go see the go see the go see the starter. Push the go see the go see the go see the starter. Push the go see the go see the starter. 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 Erica Thomas. Mitch. Push the go see the go see the go see the starter. Push the go see the go see the go see the starter. Push the go see the go see the starter. Push the go see the go see the starter. 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 Mitch, Erica Thomas, I'm saying family members. Rumboski did the Rumboski for the Rumboski. Yes, Father. Rumboski, she danced for the Rumboski. Rumboski did the Sandraska, Rashevibus, and Shindaska. Rumboski, she did the Rumboski, Randaska. Rumboski, she did the Rumboski, she did the Rumboski, she Mitch and say family members, Rich, Hush to the position of the station of the station of the station of the Sarah, Hush to the position of the station of the station of the Sarah, Hush to the position of the station of the station of the Sarah, Hush to the position of the station of Sarah, 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 Malcolm Price, Hush to the position of the station of the station of Sarah, Hush to the position of the station of the Sarah, Hush to the position of the station of Sarah, Hush to the position of Sarah, Bobby Williams. Malcolm Ranger of their church, Margoli and Church, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going to go to the city of Andras, who's going and Betty, around the position of the station of the station of the Sarah, Run the station of 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 the station Ryan, Humboski na Randy Silu, Humboska Randy Kid, Humboski Lindy Randy, the Gosan Rock in the Gasanda, Humboski, the Gumboski, the Gumbosha, the Karada, yes, Randy, the Gosa, Saka, and Daria, Hundred Karagasi, the Gumboski, the Gandraka, Hundred Karagasi, the Gosaka, Horaska, the Gosaka,
Father God, I have just confessed your word over NBC, the pastor and the leadership. Move. And do that which needs to be done. In your holy name it is so. Amen. Amen. Oh, he'd be calling me up. He'd be talking to you. Don't be talking to me. That's right, because you was intercessor. What the Lord been revealing to you about that situation, girl? Uh, what you just said? <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm going to give you that one right there. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. I'm okay. <laughs> what you just said. Um, one thing I had saw on Sunday when I was at church, and I'm glad that uh, the Lord has given me peace when I see certain situations for me to be quiet and not to act. Mm-hmm. I think people who they wind up talking with a forked tongue. They say one thing as if they're trying to find understanding the guidance. But mm-hmm. only a few minutes later, the question that they're asking, they wind up betraying not even a good five minutes later. Mm-hmm. Um, like Vanessa was saying earlier, and what we've been saying is that we have to get outside ourselves and let and let God work through us, the Holy Spirit work through us, for us to be able to reflect Him when people see us. And we can't do that by trying to grab on to awards and titles and think that it's all about us, because it's not. Title is given to you for when you are found worthy, when you are found um, when you found worthy, and then too you also have the knowledge of that work to be done under that title. Mm-hmm. So what we see a lot of people do, they take titles and they puff themselves up with it, but then. Very few times that they ask themselves, are they really honoring the title and the position that they were given? And I had asked someone yesterday, and it hit a nerve with them because of stuff started coming out and being, but something told me, just be quiet, Renee. It's not your, it's not your time. Um, said when it comes down to judgment day, not only is God going to take you back through the things that he put you through in order to see what you learn. But then the biggest question of all is going to be while so many people claim they do stuff, they do, they do good deeds in order for God to see them. But then, too, what was your underlying intent when you did it? Was it in the intent of you doing it for you to be seen? Was it in their intent of you to be seen and put people in bondage under you? Or were you actually working through what was laid on your heart to do and let God be seen or working through you? Because just like with being on this line, we tend to become more transparent Mm -hmm. after him. We have no other choice but to be transparent because he knows our ever waking second of the day. 
and he would not be mocked. He would not be betrayed as anything other than what he is. And out of that, we got to get out of our way and portray his way. What the last part you just said? I said, out of all of this, we have to get we have to get ourselves out of the way oh. and portray his way. So, if on Sunday, let me get a quote. I have no problem with that. So, just like you stated, and you haven't been in a while, but there's other people who see it too. And not a bad person, but got to get this guy to sharpen on his priority. Priorities and intent. Mm. You can't sit up here. You know, we can work together as a unit. The guys learn to come together to receive the things that he has for us. But it's not good when you try to work individual just to say, oh, look what I've done. Because that's something that we're supposed to be working on to get out of our to get ourselves out of the way and let him work through us. And he's looking through unconditional love and unity. He's not working under uh where it's just a it's just a meniology thing. Comments and criticism. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, you know, you got to walk, I let the pastor go through what he got to go through, people go through what they got to go through, pray for them, and, you know, God, again, God's not going to violate anybody's will if people don't want to listen, there's nothing you can do. Right. That's it. That's it. Um, the thing that I went through yesterday with a friend of mine after I had said something to them, they were trying to come up and try to be hateful, and I had to smile and laugh, and I was glad I was on the phone. Because where they're sitting right now, they think it's all of that, but hopefully, and I'm afraid that they don't go at, at their blows at the end of it. But so many people just trying to bring together something, you know, good and nice. Mm-hmm. But then in the meantime, too, there's quite a few that have their chest inflated to try to say, oh, look at what I've done. Instead of saying we came together in order to unify everybody to feel welcome and to come back into the fold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But one person, they were telling me, they said, well, you should. I said, nope, it's not time. I said, leave it alone. Just just, just watch. Right. And it was like, but I said, look. I said, I didn't know what's going on. The main player was this. They called me this morning, but they didn't tell me what was going on. They told me everything else except for what was going on. Mm-hmm. I said, now, in the meantime, if I sit still, Everything's going to play out the way it needs to play out. I can't get in the way right now because of my feelings. 
But being true, I already know what's going on. I have a good idea what's going to happen because I've seen it happen before. So out of this one, and I'm going to be the voice, because I'm the voice of reasoning then, and I have a funny feeling I'm going to be the voice of reasoning now. (laughs) And for the one person who's probably still trying to hide behind everybody but throw stones, I'm going to have to call them out at the end of the and when all of this comes to a head. But for right now, I can't say anything, but keep my peace. And it put me in a good place because, see, now I don't have to worry about people calling my phone number and trying to put me in the loop in the middle of the mountain. <laughs> and see, that's another good thing. <laughs> so I got to stay out of this right now. And when it comes to the point of me to stand up, uh, I pray to God give me the, the words to get them to listen or to understand so they can protect this dumb food without but uh, I did pick up a uh, pick out a scripture for today. You said what? And it is uh, I said I did pick out a scripture for today for my for oh, okay. my Okay, go ahead. Okay, it is Psalm four. Oh, here we know. So hear Renee when I call, O oh God, of Renee's righteousness, thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear Renee's prayer. Did you hear me okay? Yeah, there's a lot of noise, but I hear you. Okay. And then you can get me, you can pray for me. Well, we don't, you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And it goes three, yes, 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 after the Ascara Composti, from Borandi, it goes three, and it goes three, hmm. Yes, the Yandel Bosata, we did it from Bosti, Sindaskara Composti, Borandi, it goes three, this, Kedandros Tadaka, from Bosti, Sindaskara Cosete, Randi Costadaka, Horumbos, Kiriko, Father God. Help your daughter right now, Father, where she's at so she can be strong in you and your word. Let your anointing and your spirit rise up inside of her, Father, so she will be sure, so she will not waver. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to connect and to speak to her directly, Father, so she, her, your voice will be established in her life. She will not waver once she is sure that this is what does say of the Lord. So, Holy Spirit, you are her mentor. You are her guide. I'm asking you to continue to strive with her, Father, so she will as you move in her in her own unique and peculiar way, and she will begin to grab hold of you and adhere to truthfulness and the leadership of your spirit. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
Okay, I'm going to start with Deuteronomy 8.18, and I'm going to get some decrees off of my door. How about that? But it is the Lord, my personal Savior, my God, my Jehovah Jireh, that will give me, Samuel C. Farley II, the power to get well. But he may establish his covenant while he uses me. Shadow the Kosta Kumboko while he takes me the way he needs to go, Shadow the Kumbokuska. But he has stated this to my forefather, Shadow the Kumboska, and his word will not go back to him, boy. Shadow the Kosarakanda Sarakada. Behold, the former things that come to pass, and new things do I declare. Before they spring forth, I will tell you of them. Thank you, Father God. The Lord killeth me and making me alive. He's bringing me down to the grave and bringing me up. The Lord maketh me poor and maketh me rich. He bringeth me low and lifteth me up. He raises me, the poor, out of the dunghill, out of the dust. To set me among princes. And make me inherit the throne of glory, for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. And he has set the world upon them. Mm. Failure cannot handle or tolerate persistence. Mm. Failure cannot handle or tolerate Persistence, and I am persistent. All men have fears, but the brave put down their fears and go forward, sometimes to death, but always to victory. Diligence is a learnable skill that combines creative persistence 
a smart working effort, rightly planned, and rightly performed in a timely, efficient, and effective manner to attain a result that is pure and the highest quality of excellence. And those are my decrees for today. All right. Decrees and prayer. Who got who want them? Decrees and prayer going once. Decrees and prayer going twice. Mm -hmm. My mom, she's studying for her dad. All I heard was my mom. I said, said, you can pray for my mom. She's studying for her boards. Okay. So she can get those taken care of out of her hair. Okay. Hold on one second. Here she comes in a minute. uh, You can pray for somebody else, and then I'll tell her to wait, and I'll let you know when. All right. No problem. Uh, I'm going back to work next week as well. Okay. Here she is right here. Mom. Mom. Here, Sam is going to pray for you for your boards. She ready? Sam, look, she talked about karate chop. Do I have to pray for him? <laughs> <laughs> Here she is. Okay, no problem. Good morning and praise the Lord. Hello, how are you doing today, my dear? Uh, I'm blessed. I don't have no complaints. I could have a few less ailments, but other than that, I'm on top of the soil, and I'm grateful. I can tell the Lord glory. All right, now. All right. Attitude is the most, most, most important thing. I'm going to pray for you and your boards and the test that you are taking. First, Father God, I'm asking that you give her peace. Yes, please. Peace that surpasses all understanding, Father. Thank you. Father, for if you settle her down, she will hear clearly from you and she will see the right answer. Father, you say wisdom is available to all of us, and the Holy Spirit is a teacher of all things. Begin to instruct and instill in your daughter that wisdom, that knowledge, that understanding, so she not only will she will not only father, she will attain and walk in excellence. And you see, she asked not because she asked not. Lord, we are standing in the gap asking right here, right now, that your daughter will... I shut it up. Five, four, dish, da 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 push, da 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 shit, da 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 bulls, da 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 pass with no problem. Peace was available. She chooses to walk in it, and she will go forth from that to do what you called her to do. Amen. I say amen. Amen. Baby. Make me want to levitate up through the ceiling. Please go on somebody else's house. <laughs> 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 thank wow. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Baby, when I tell you a good prayer to start the morning off, woo, I can slide across the floor like James Brown with Crisco underneath my shoes. I thank you. Okay, and I see where Mark gets it from now. And then she hit the floor. I'm a holler. Baby, I can hit the floor no pain because guess what? She got me. Ooh, no, she... She is a comedian, though. She she missed her call. I guess I got it as well. I told you I did, but that's okay. I see if an honest to tell the Lord. He beyond worthy to be praised. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. When you, yes. you can't be forgiven. You can't be living. What, baby, when I tell you, <laughs> I mean, it's so simple to live right, and we won't do it. It's simple to live right. Amen. It, it is. I mean, it's nothing hard about it. You know, as Mark often reminds me, even saved people have things they need to get corrected in their lives. But with that being said, I'm a piece of work too. But I try to truly live things. Do I need some help? Yep. Weigh me on the scale and take all the unclean stuff out and only charge me for what. I'm worse, but I love the way I live. And when I say he shows, he he shows up. Not even when you really expect him to show up, you put it in the back of your mind. But baby, I'm grateful. I can't talk about his goodness enough. He's, I mean, what can you say when you can walk out the door and don't have nothing on your conscience that you done did bad or wrong? When you truly grateful to be able to breathe the air. I'm not complaining about the cold weather because I love it. I won't complain about the hot weather because if I'm here, I'll be on top of the soil. And that, I must say, I'm honored that he chose me to keep me just another day. And then she want to see just another day. So that's one. That's your mama. <laughs> Thank you. That's Kevin. You could have been what? Yes, Lord. To all her harm and danger. Mm-hmm. With my mind. Uh, Say that you. Just another day. That's when you know you've been through some things. Just another day. <laughs> I watch you. I love you, I'll go and then I will pray for you because ain't nobody else talking. Alright, no problem, my man.
Okay. Yes, sir, but I didn't mean to interrupt. I'll go no, back no on you. No, no um, actually, we'll pray for you while you're on the way to go see Noah. Thank you. Dear Father, we just ask that you would strengthen your daughter, Father God. We understand that this is a transitional place for her, though. She has been gone for four years, Father God. We ask that you would just give her strength and insight to know that she has grown greater than it was that she had in the past. And four being the number of um, resurrection, Father God, we ask that you would allow her to have the newness in her as well as in the love that she has for him as well as the love that he had for her and their children. And, Father, we ask that this be a joyous occasion with Mm. her visiting her husband's um, site and letting her know that he is inside of her just as well as he is inside of the children and all of us because she is shared. Father, we ask that you would allow this to, and I, I keep on hearing this be an occasion of rejoicing and 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 um, it's like you having a conversation with him saying, babe, I know that you left us, but look how far I've come. Look where I come am now. now. This is who you are. Come on now. So my encouragement yes. to you is that though it could be looked at as you're going to a plot to see to be see where you rest let your left your husband to rest, you can have a joyous occasion in knowing that this is an opportunity that you couldn't have seen four years ago. Mm. Exactly. You wouldn't have done four years ago. But now you can hear the unctioning of the spirit to say, Hey, I need you to do something so you can see your own growth. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why we. That's why we've been sharing and saying that mm-hmm. these are not easy courses just for mm-hmm. the regular yeah. church person to go to because yeah. we yeah. challenge you in some areas of where you could um, either lose your faith <laughs> or or be offended and, and and stay where we were just talking about earlier where Satan uses the bait that, oh, they know that I can't deal with going to see Noah. But right now, I mean, even even in the aspect of when we saw you last at the conference. Yes. I've never heard you say his name so strong. Yes. Yes. Where it's like you're going to meet him at lunch at his job. That's how yeah. I that's how I perceived it. Though I know yeah. where he's resting, you basically said it like me and my baby's gonna go do something. And that's yeah. exactly what it is. Though yeah. he's not here does not mean that you're not with him or he's not with you. So you, just the strength that you have that I'm going to go see Noah gives us an understanding that yeah. you're learning, you're processing, I- you have basically gone through some hurts and some angst and some cries and some tears. But four years ago, we know Vanessa wouldn't have been able to say, I'm going to go talk to Noah. Nope. Not like that. And him not give me a response the way that I'm used to for the last 20 some odd years. Right. Yeah. Now you can go with the expectation for you to share in conversation with Noah but realistically, you're talking to the father. 
Exactly. Exactly. And you know, Mark, um, I sent that video to you guys yesterday because I was looking at her progression and how she has grown in God, you know, to where she wants to take that into the classroom with her. I don't know if you got it or not, but uh, my daughter was featured at her school as an education major. Awesome. And I sent it to you, Erica, and Mr. Sam. And to hear her talk about God, knowing what all she's gone through, I just thank him. I just do. I do. And Noah's death wasn't in vain. We have grown in God and as a family tremendously. And that's what you talk to your husband about. I mean, you could talk yeah. to him right there in your bed. But when you get to you say, Noah, look, look, look what we've done. Yeah. Look at our babies. Yeah. Look at Bear. Still yeah. being Bear. Look, <laughs> chewing up the UPS women. Yeah. <laughs> Doing what but you wanted him to do. Yeah. To protect, to protect his family. So, yeah. so ultimately, you've grown to the place where you don't see his death as his death. You basically share us, share Noah with us, like Noah around the corner at the grocery store. He'll be back home in a minute because yeah. he technically hasn't gone anywhere. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and encouraged that even some of the things that we've talked about, and even just, even just our walk as leaders on this call, it's not in vain. If it's just one, we can celebrate. <laughs> It's not. It's not. I'm, I'm telling you, the growth, the growth, it's just been amazing. Lord Jesus, it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Brother, you going to finish it off? Amen. Amen. You're such a goofball. Let me go back up here so you can finish writing this name down. Well, I'm sure you can see the growth in her just as well. Oh, that's why I sent y'all a text and told you. She uh, she thought I was joking. I said she's coming to the front of the class. And, and, and Vanessa, and then afterwards I'll let you cuss me out later. But right now you're getting promoted, dear. <laughs> yes, sir. But yes, sir. She don't totally understand that right now. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't, but I'm I'm ready to take the ride, and I'm ready to grow in the ride. That's all I can say. Because right. I know promotion comes from who? Well, comes on high, baby girl. Also That's comes right. Responsibilities. Accountabilities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To whom much is given, much is required. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Let me finish this up. You ready, Mark? Yeah, give me one second. I have to um, find a plug for my phone so I don't die. You got 12 phones now. You're getting bad as me. All right, go ahead. All right. 
says diligence is a learnable skill that combines creative persistence, a smart working effort, rightly planned and rightly performed in a timely, did I, I think this is where we left off, timely. You have, the last thing I have is efficient. Okay, timely, efficient, and effective manner. Okay. To attain a result. Okay. That is pure. And of the highest quality of excellence. Okay. Okay, that's it. Those are two um two um decrees that I think will be very beneficial to you. Because what I what I heard was that if you continue to move in a manner in the way that God has you moving, the pace, all of the above the enemy can't hold you and things are gonna to start to falling off of you, even as they're doing now. Even as they're doing now. So just so just be diligent, just be persistent, just walk faithful, not fearful, and your whole life and the lives of others around you will transform because the thing is if they want to continue to be around you, then they're gonna to have to line up with you or they're going to get left behind. And that's right. the first for the day. Okay. Anybody else got decrees of prayer on Christ? Elections. 
not okay. Okay, I see no other protocols. So, everybody got going once. Everybody wants something going twice. Everybody wants something going three times. Oh, look. Close out. I'm going to get off this phone. Somebody want to close out or y'all want me to close out? Dear Holy Father, we just start right now just simply saying thank you, and we just thank you for the opportunity of you being our God and you being our Lord, Father. We ask that you continue to strengthen us and guide us and lead us to all understanding and truth, Father God, and we ask that you continue to just show us that you are God and you are God alone, Father. We ask that you continue to just give us insight and understanding to what it is that you'd have us to do, Father, and we just give you all praise, honor, and glory, Father God, and we ask that you continue to touch the leaders in the group, Father God, and we ask that you um, would give us more seed to us who are sowing, Father God. And we just thank you for the opportunity that you are basically giving us the inside scoop on you being God and you basically allowing us to do what it is that you'd have us to do on this walk and in this journey, in this life, Father God. We ask these things in your name we pray. Amen. All
at the IRS over there, going there with a bunch of information to prove that my daughter belongs to me. I said, could you tell me who in the world got a hold to my daughter's social security number? They said, well, that would be breached their privacy. I said, yeah, they already breached my privacy. That's all I'm up in. Okay, so we got it all cleared up. My um, The next year, my neighbor had enough nerve to ask me, oh, are you going to use so-and-so again for your income tax? I said, hell no. And she said, why not? I said, because you put my daughter's social security number on somebody else's paper. And when I confronted him about it, only thing he do is just sit up there and be quiet.
You charge your phone with that? I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, mama. I didn't tell her you broke the door. I didn't tell her you broke the door.
one down under here. Good. Did you put that heat on and um and the air together and it does it mix? Hey, Jeff. Jeffy, down here warm. We have to be able to breathe. We need government here. Not government. Uh-uh. Don't give her that spice. She's going to be the Duke the wrong way. Myra. That's because you see the brown. It makes the whole gate look weird. He's trying to say he's hungry. What? You gonna spit in your thing first or what? Hey, Dad! 
Mama, those things is making her face red. Those tears make her face red. No, Mom, not tears. What's making her face red? The dye in those cheap trees. Well, that's what they like eating. We like fried food or a lot of fried food, but it's like, what's going on? I don't think nobody's been going without it. I have it. I can be honest. I'm out of wind going up the stairs. I don't know if it's I don't know if there's something up here or what. But uh, I just went to going up the stairs. This is when you shot when you came up in here. No. You knew we were the sheets were clean. Yeah, you did ask to look with them inside of the sheets and make it smell good. I don't know. Maybe a pumpkin that matches world. I had to take a step there. I think somebody needs to not be sleeping in this bed. They're going to throw themselves in the shower and then get back in the bed. So this is weird. Yeah. Here. I don't know where my computer at. What part thing? You ain't doing nothing else but sitting there looking? So you and your husband don't punish me. I ain't got nothing left. Whatever. That's okay. Miller, my, come on, my, come to your bedroom, my. That's okay, mm-hmm. after they mm-hmm. look at you. <laughs> come on here, old sweet mama. What? Could you please be grateful and clean up today? What, mom? Not what, mama, could you clean up? Yeah, mom, we gotta pack our bags. You gotta wash some rags first. <laughs> well, Jesse gotta get some rags. <laughs> 